Welcome to House Common Blood, where strangers are family. Every episode may contain graphic content, such as copious amounts of blood, unnecessary cursing, death of all ages, infantile to mortal, fantasy drug use, nudity, and perhaps mentions sex, and sound effects of various qualities. We cannot stress enough that this is mature content with adult, adult, adult themes. You have been warned. Oh geez, where are my tools? So last session, we went back in time a little bit and dealt with what Asmodai was doing during the week of downtime. Mostly interrogating Leo, keeping him under very close watch, lock and key, convincing his boss not to kill him, and then convincing his boss that they need to kill him. Uh, uh, interrogation, as Asmodai suspected, being very very unsuccessful and mostly a waste of time uh, during a territory fight Leo somehow made an escape attempt and was then recaptured and an impromptu execution went forth there was a rousing speech and then Leo was killed in a very public fashion and after that Asmodai did a few other things making some armor setting up meetings and connections making an expedition into the unseen public all that sort of fun stuff uh, and then the other new characters eventually catching up in time decide to meet with the Crimson Fists and with Asmodai and Solomons and one of the other uh, one of the other Capos who turns out knows John's new character quite well or seemingly knows him uh, and as conversation went on there was talk of a possible relationship between the uh or they called the world not the royal flush the king's gambit yeah and that's a very different team yeah it <laughs> is. uh and the king and the crimson fists a lot of talking uh but eventually it was come to that if they could prove their worth and that they had something to offer on the table and to sort of consolidate then there perhaps would be an alliance, which uh, our new Bluebird friend took very, uh, very much a liking to. And that is pretty much what went on. And then we left off on basically a possible, probable ambush about to happen as we were walking from one end of the city to the other. And that's where we left off.
Very well done. Very well done. Um, gonna re-roll that. I'm gonna re-roll it again. Jesus Christ. All right. Um, plus ten. Uh, uh, temporary hit points. All right. So let's just get this show on the road. Um, just to uh start off again to uh, rehash what I said before. Uh, the blue layers on the map represent a uh, level that's higher, while the red levels represent a level that's lower. Uh, anything that's a uh, regular colored is just base ground. Um. If you uh, look towards the uh, like top of the map, you can see two buildings that have an inside and top floor, while uh, the bottom red area has a table, chairs that lead to a dead end. We have a cart, we have barrels uh, uh, around the map, um, and a fountain dead center. Um, we uh, start off this combat with a uh, surprise round, uh, starting off with uh, P-Wand. Me and uh, Ordon... Uh, saw the snipers on the roof, basically uh, people wielding uh, crossbows. While uh, uh, P1 saw not only uh, the uh, archers, but he saw a shadow behind the crates and uh, barrel. Um, we can start off with uh, Ordon. Ordon, what's your first move in this uh, map? First move, I'm going to take my attack action against this one. Keep in mind, they're about 30 feet up. This uh, blue section, this blue wood... Uh, the blue is just uh, another level. Well, my crossbow can hit them. Okay, just want to make sure. All right, go for a hit. A 14 to hit. Uh, Yep, it hits. Tell me damage. With 10 damage. 10 damage. Uh, You see the bolt. Uh, You said you had a uh, crossbow, right? Correct. Yep. You. Uh, we see the tiny gnome with the goggles on his head uh, lock up the crossbow, aim it upwards, squint an eye, shoot it. And we see the man up there who just loaded a bolt, ready to take aim. Take a uh, bolt right, uh, straight through the neck, and he falls and cracks his neck on the way down. Congratulations, you killed the first enemy. Uh, does that end your turn? Uh, and with my movement, I'll get over here. Okay. Um, second to act is a mysterious uh, opponent. And uh, let's see, should he? No, not yet. So he's gonna skip his turn for now. Uh, P1 is now your turn. What do you do? Let's see, well, might as well keep things uh, things appropriate. Uh, P1 is going to extend his right hand, and uh, so he is going to like uh, pull a feather from his body, and uh, after thinking on it for a moment, writes a little bit into the literal air and just kind of like uh, shoves a finger upward as he uses a chill touch on the other one in the on the rooftop oh okay uh, remind me how chill touch works um it's a it's a cantrip it's an attack cantrip uh drive everything so properly yes i do with a 20 to hit point definitely hits how much damage oh shite i clicked the thing not that mm-hmm. i hate that those two are close together mm-hmm. For eight necrotic damage. My lord. And so... as it happens, like, it basically, this hand appears from what can only be described as, like, as, like, a, as, like, a glitch in the system and grabs them by the ankle. <laughs> and Hell squeezes <yeah>. hard. 
Oh, so like it, it's like a computer glitch or a video game glitch where we see like uh, the the body uh, not align up with the rest of the body for a fraction of a second, then it goes back to regular. Uh, he is all discombobulated. It it seems like you nearly killed him with that stunt. Um, and then the P1 is going to look over at Tark, uh, Tall, Dark, and Handsome, and that so. Well then, handsome, you might want to take care of that one over there, as he just is pointing over at the shadow nearby. <laughs> and with and that, that will end P1's turn. Since you announced that, give me one second. All right. Since you announced it, the enemy is uh, right behind uh, the barrel. It'll be uh, taking the place of the mysterious die on the roll initiative. Introduce the sniper just before he dies. Um, he is going to uh, attempt and uh, hit the person who grabbed his ankle that uh, magical spell uh, aiming at the blue jay from uh, uh, up on the roof is 14 hit uh, 14 does not hit all right so wait hang on uh, you didn't move at all before ending your turn so uh, no he he stayed where Ruiz. he can, didn't need to okay then he gets advantage on his shot uh, 17 or sorry not 17 16 uh, 16 still does not hit oh my god all right so with that, uh, he uh, ends his turn. Now it's uh, Mii's turn. What does the big Papa Bear do? I'm going to rush over and attack this dude. Oh, okay. Uh, go right ahead. It's a seven. No, you do not Oof. hit. Mm-hmm. Does that end your turn? Uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Um, now uh, that is the end of uh, the first round of initiative. With that being said, we had the initial ambush. You guys handled it just right. You guys uh, noticed the snipers, took out one, and uh, noticed a hidden enemy. With uh, the next round, uh, we can imagine the scene where uh, Asmodai has his grip, and uh, we can see in the background, we'll focus in on uh, Asmodai, that uh, more enemies are rushing from uh, hidden positions to uh, take advantage of you guys. So uh, we uh, see uh, uh, wild ones, and strangely enough, a, a mix of uh, greyhounds uh, getting into uh, the streets to uh, uh, take you guys on. Now we uh, go back in initiative with uh, Orden at the start. Orden, uh, what do you do? Well, I'm going to exclaim once I notice these two people. They're wearing totally different um, outfits, right? Yes. So we have, uh, you know black leather white or grayish leather and uh, people in civilian clothing with a brown badger tattoo well th- th- these guys don't seem like they're from from, from the same um, um g- gang because they aren't am i gonna be able and then i want to climb on top of that on the middle of the fountain yeah you should have enough movement to get on top just give me a climb check to see if you fall in the water by accident say dc of uh, 14 <laughs> fall in the water <laughs> <laughs> um let's see how how far away was that because i'm gonna say it's like 10 feet up let's see minecraft rules though you don't take damage in water no i'm gonna say that it was about 20 feet like 10 feet to get to uh, the middle and uh, uh 20 or another 10 to get up there and fall so you have uh, 10 feet left and i'm gonna say you're knocked prone since you failed your climb check all right then i'll use the rest of my movement to get up uh, close enough I'm not going to bitch over five feet. Um, so uh, a- as you're uh, getting up from the water, do you do anything else? I pull out my crossbow as a magical bolt manifests inside of it. Mm-hmm. And I am going to attack 
the injured yellow. Okay, go right ahead. Right on the rooftop, uh, the archer. For 14 to hit? Uh, you uh, kill him. Describe how you kill him. So my magical bolt gets released from my crossbow and pierces him right through his left nostril. Ooh, that's brutal as hell. Oh my god. (laughs) And then uh, for my bonus action, do I see any uh, pebbles in this fountain? Um, I'd say you see coins, not pebbles. Okay, then that ends my turn. All right, Asmodai, uh, you regained your bearings. You uh, see that uh, uh, seemingly two factions are trying to uh, ambush you as you hear them uh, yell at each other, Kill the Fiery Fist! What do you do? That's a stupid nickname. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Yeah, I'm going to... Who is that? The one with the skull on their head? Is that John's character? Yeah, that's John. That's uh, a... basically a bear with antlers oh and hang on before you make a move i just need to make sure that he is out so there's no confusion just make sure the old guy is out uh you can put a red x on him by the way you don't have to remove the token if there's an initiative tied to him okay duly noted uh, all right then that will just i'll move there then hmm. that should put me nope still not putting me closer that should put me closer there we go uh and i'm going to throw a javelin at him oh jesus all right yep that misses uh no it actually hits well that's surprising yep uh that is six damage all right with uh 10 to hit it hits uh one of the wild ones and i'm gonna say that it leaves a deep gash on his side as uh, the javelin uh, hurls towards him uh, does that end your turn? No, because for seeing what's going to happen, uh, I'm going to bonus action Shield of Faith. If that ends your turn, the man in the shadows that was getting attacked by uh, me, Bear with Antlers, he's going to take an attack opportunity from uh, uh, me if he wants to do it. I assume you do? Yeah. Okay, go right ahead. 11. 11 does hit. How much damage? Yeah. You, uh, you leave a grievous wound on him as uh, he shows his back towards you, and I assume, like, uh, uh, what kind of weapon do you have in your hand? A battle axe? Yeah, it's a battle axe. Oh, yeah. That battle axe leaves a deep wound, if not, like, scrapes at his spine as he uh, tries to run away from you. And uh, he takes a moment to uh, reclaim his composure. Uh, he basically pats down his body for uh, uh, looking for something, finds it, and it's a uh, bottle with a, uh, a white mist inside of it. He gives out a, a desperate grimace as he uh, looks down and it looks up, looks down. Then seeing the, seeing the gnome in water, he uh, uh, throws his uh, bottle at him. Uh, let's see. Well, actually, fuck. Uh, the gnome's up, right? He's standing? Yeah. Okay, thank God. Okay, so he throw, uh, tries to throw a bottle at you. Uh, he... Uh, we see, like, uh, the bottle uh, sail through the air as it breaks on impact near you. Uh, make me a, a dexterity saving throw. Tell me if it gets 12 or above. Nope. Take 3d6 frost damage. Uh, you take 11 points of damage as uh, this bottle explodes 
and we see like the water it like in the fountain uh partially freeze half of it it uh let me show you actually how much it freezes so asmodai is just outside of the radius but that section of the fountain is now uh covered in ice well if i was standing in it i'm probably restrained now because my feet are frozen I'm not sure if restrained is the right word for it but i will say that you have no movement till you break yourself out that would be grappled then yeah grappled would be the best like condition to put on it so you are free to use your crossbow if you so desire and i believe that ends the guy's turn as he just gives you a wicked smile next in initiative are uh the strikers here let's see okay this one uh moves up to p1 and it does uh first off so uh first off here uh the wild one uh, we see like a, a magical surge as a I wouldn't say electricity, but like uh, you see fireflies like uh, warp around the person of uh, purple and blue uh, luminescence as a wild surge happens. Which one is casting wild magic? It's uh, this one right here. Basically, it's going to be rolling on the magic table right now uh, as a uh, barbarian wild magic user. So it goes into a little bit of a rage as it, uh, uh, I need to explain that properly. It goes basically into a rage, and as it rages, it uh, has a magical quality to it with uh, fireflies going around it. Um, it goes to a P1 for an attack. Does uh, 18 hit? Oh, sorry. That's not even counting the modifier, but I assume 18 hits. Um, It would, but the world pauses for a moment as... As as he is tr about to attack, uh, P1 is suddenly like five centimeters to the left, and the attack misses. <laughs> what? Okay, I need to hear that ability just to make sure. What the hell? I cast shield. Cast shield? Oh, you're just flavoring it like it's illusion. I thought that's what you're doing. So uh, he's going in. Uh, you pause time for a moment, and it uh, misses. The next one uh, goes about for. Let's see. I think he's gonna take take advantage of the gnome. Alright, this one's going to be uh, going in reckless. Again, we see that uh, magical luminescence go around him. So, uh, that doesn't really do much, but uh, as uh, the fireflies go around him, it starts to hit the ground, and we see uh, vines uh, start growing out of the ice uh, with a peculiar uh, crystal uh, uh, texture to it. Does he happen to slip on the ice for stepping on it? You know what? Uh, I'll give it to you. Oh, fuck it. Oh, let's say if he rolls 10 and under, he falls prone. No. All right. So let's see. So about 10 feet is just difficult terrain as well for uh, both of these. So uh, he's going to be uh, going in to uh, attack you. Uh, all right. Does uh, 20 hit you? 20 does hit. So uh, this uh, person comes in with these uh, blue fi uh, fireflies around them. They uh, uh, jump onto the ice. The ice uh, crackles and has a web-like fractures as uh, the, the elf comes in with a sword in their hand, going for a slash against your uh, chest. It does uh, six points of damage. And this one right here. Yep, this is going to do the exact same thing again. It's going to go around just to make sure I can actually hit you, though. 15, 20... Okay, so it can reach. So this person's gonna come up to uh, Asmodai. He's gonna be uh, reckless as he comes up again, just like what we've seen with the other two. Uh, 
it has the same results where this area around him become, uh, becomes uh, full with foliage, uh, flowers, and vines, making it difficult terrain. Uh, it's going in for attack against you while going reckless. Uh, I assume a 15 doesn't hit you, Asmodai? It does not. Okay, that's what I figured. So I'm going to assume that you just sidestep as it goes in for like a, uh, just a lazy strike. Um, and it looks like that ends their turn, and we move on to P1. Uh, P1, what do you do? Right, as far as the ones on my end, do they all look relatively like uh, just as beefed as the one that is just ran up the front in front of me? <laughs> Make me a perception check really quick, then I can decide how much information I want to give you. Okay. Twelve. It seems like uh, worthy opponent-wise, it would be this person and uh, this person right here. The rest don't. They they seem like they can be dangerous, but not as much of concern as those two. Uh, let's see. Yeah, everyone else is awkwardly placed right now, so I think I'm going to do is uh, Gimon is once again with his right hand uh, going to uh, to pluck a feather from his body, like seemingly like inscribing something into the air, and then he is going to blow it over, uh, like basically over the one engaged with him to like the area behind him. Okay. Uh, as he is uh, casting sleep. Oh, okay. So in this area right here, or are you talking this radius right here? Down, down in the down in the red area. It's a it's a twenty foot radius, so it's gonna get them all regardless. Well, not get them all, but you know, what I mean? it's gonna potentially affect everybody down there. Mm -hmm. All right. I say potentially though because I have not been particularly rolling very well with the sleep spell in this particular game. So you're aiming for all four. Who you like? Tell me the targets in what order. It's it it has it has to start from the one with the lowest HP. That's how that works. Okay. So what happens if it doesn't meet one of their uh, uh, HPs? No effect negates. What's happening? Uh, it has no. Basically, like uh, the points start with the lowest. If they takes out uh, all their HP, they go to sleep, and then the points are applied to the next one. And if it's not enough, then that the effect en uh, ends for them. Just gonna use that icon. I'm not sure if it's a proper one, but you actually put to sleep like all three of them, or three out of the four enemies down in the dead end area. Oh, cool. That feels that feels like less of a waste, despite a very poor, below average roll for sleep. Um. <laughs> that that is an excellent move. Yeah, you like we see like uh, the three wild ones in civilian clothing. Look at P1 as uh, he throws up that feather and like uh, describe the effect a little bit more for me. How's it look? Yeah, just like uh, again, like as he's writing the inscription and then just like blows the feather over, it starts to turn into like what appears to be like a particle dust and just like floats and swirls around them. <laughs> Yeah, so like Sandman, all right, that's pretty awesome. So yeah, it swirls around them and we see like the, the, the three of the four of them like knock out and we see the man in armor, the Greyhound, look at the wild ones and just shake his head. Um, does that end your turn, P1? Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll stay where he's at. <laughs> it is now me's turn. What do you do, me? Um, so first I'm going to grow pretty tall. Okay. And then I'm going to run over and attack the one that's trying to hurt my friend. Okay, so I assume you uh, go right here, over here, avoiding attack opportunity, going around and stuff. Alright, so uh, but <laughs> so you go around the cart and uh, describe this effect for me. So, um, I become size large. 
uh, I have advantage on strength checks and strength saving throws. And once on my turn, I can deal an extra 1d6 on a creature I hit. All right. Go right ahead. And I'll attack. Yeah. Yeah. That that hits. How much damage? All right. 11 damage. Don't forget to add your extra d4. So 16 damage. Wait, why'd you roll a d6? Because I could add one d6. d6. If it comes a d8 at level 10. Oh, that's right. The d4 is for the, the spell increase size. Yeah, it does have the attack. You just grow size larger. You, If being a bear with antlers wasn't intimidating enough, you are a bigger bear with bigger antlers holding a battle axe, and you just, like, sh- you chop it down right on this uh, elf, and I'm going to say, like, it it tears off, like, a large chunk of their skin, but they're still standing. Uh, do you do anything else me? Rejoice, friend. Your sins are almost cleansed. Oh, please, not more of this god talk. <laughs> so, we uh, see one of the uh, uh, the wild ones in civilian clothing say, uh, Take this! And he basically has another flask, this one with a, a tiny ember in it. And he uh, throws it at uh, P1. Unlike the other one, it looks like it just has a bit of juice in it. And uh, that uh, shield's still in effect, isn't it? Well, it doesn't matter. 13. Like, I assume that doesn't hit you. Yeah, yeah. Th- or 13 wouldn't hit regardless, but uh, shield ends uh, as soon as my turn begins. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, just for the hell of it. Are you fucking serious? Well, it beats me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but hang on. Uh, John, make a dexterity saving throw. Tell me if you get 12 or higher. You got 12. Okay. Yeah, so it misses both of you. I was really hoping that at least hit somebody. We uh, see, like, the fluid spill out as a green bile liquid that just starts to bubble, then, like, sear the ground. We see a green flame come up, then quickly die. And we uh, move on to this person right here. Oh, why didn't someone introduce me to the the crafting system of this game? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 30. And which one is he going to try to hit? The gnome seems like that, but just for the hell of it, he's going to try to hit Asmodai with uh, one of those two. So he uh, throws uh, one the same flask with the tiny ember in it. 13, I assume, does not, or 14, does not hit you. No. Yeah, I didn't think so. So um, no one's behind you. Okay, so it basically just splashes right here. Same dealio. Green bile, small flame, quickly dies. Uh, next on initiative, we have the man in armor. Uh, he's going to be uh, near this woman right here, basically going around his uh, fallen allies. He is going to... He's not close enough to do anything, so he is just going to stand near his ally. And we go back to the start of initiative with Ordon. Ordon, what are you going to do? Like, uh, things are starting to change. Oh, jeez. Uh, um, so I'm looking around to make sure Asmodai's not looking at me. <laughs> is he looking at me? I mean, he's looking all around, so yeah. He's keeping his head on a swivel. Orton, is that you? Oh, never mind. I'm looking away. I'm gonna scurry into my pocket, reaching in, and as I pull out with my action, a syringe. Okay. And with that syringe, I'm going to stab myself in the leg. You forgot to wrap it up first. That's like the first step. <laughs> Yeah, so we have this uh, medicinal uh, injection that he stabs into himself. Casting Cure Wounds. 
Yep. And I, I'm gonna like flavor it as you know your wounds start to re-knit. You actually see like uh, the muscle begin to knit in with the rest of your muscle, then skin over skin to make a slight pink above your injuries. All right. Uh, do you do anything else? Uh, with my bonus action, because that hurt, I'm starting to cry. Okay. So as the tears start rolling down my face, I take my free hand and trace the tears down while looking at all the bad people coming after me to cast Sanctuary on myself. Can you uh, remind me what Sanctuary does? Uh, you ward a creature uh, against attack. They have to make a wisdom saving throw of 14 or higher. On a failed save, they must choose a new target or lose the attacker spell. Ooh, that's fucking brutal. All right, can you uh, show me where the affected area is? Yeah, that works, right, Mega? I just lose both spell slots. Well, technically with Sanctuary, it, w it only works if they're non-hostile towards you. Is that so? Rather, if you are non-hostile towards them. Oh, okay, okay. Well, no, my, no, my thing is that because uh, Cure Wounds is is an action-leveled spell and, a bo and Sanctuary is a bonus action-leveled spell. <laughs> you can't do both of those in the same turn either. You can only do one leveled spell per per turn, uh, but you can do an, a cantrip. Okay. Very interesting. Did not know that. Neither did I. That's interesting. Since he uses action for cure wounds, does he have a bonus action cantrip? Uh, probably not. No, because there's no stones away, unless we want to say coins can act as stones. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, irregardless, like the ground you're in is frozen over. Well, I'm going to take my bonus action to just whimper and hope they don't hurt me. <laughs> bonus action cry? Yeah. The big mistake you made is they're all sadists. <laughs> oh, God. It's nice to be back. All right. So uh, that ends your turn, Ordon? Yep. Um. Okay. Asmodai, what is the game plan? All right. So I'm going to move over to here. Mm -hmm. And Sounds he good. can take his attack of opportunity. Uh, yes, he will. And he um, can't that... reckless, by the way. Yep, he's not going to do reckless, yep. Well, yeah, he's in reckless, but he can't do it, yes. So, uh, no, he misses. All right. I assume it doesn't hit you. No, it doesn't. Yep. Okay, so... Uh, and then with my action, I'm going to use my Channel Divinity as that, as that reddish black haze gathers around me again mm -hmm. and i am going to use conquering presence to say all of you get out of my territory and use my channel divinity so every creature i choose within 30 feet needs to make a wisdom saving so so that would be this all three of the wild magic barbarians this man this man this man this basically everyone who's not asleep right now that is an enemy needs to make a wisdom saving throw you get a prize you get a prize you get a prize you're all winners all right um sure okay uh so let me do this one at a time. I'm going to do the strikers first. And you said uh, oh, wisdom saving throw. All right. Just let me look at. Yep. Ah, son of a bitch. Of course they have negative two. Yeah, of course they do. Yep. They're barbarians. Two. Okay. One got 14. I assume that. Uh, uh, the one failed. with 14 saves. The rest fail. 
Oh, thank God, at least one has a bonus. Yeah, 17, he's fine. And I'm gonna do the Maniac over here. Please, God, let me have any kind of bonus with that fucker. None. No, not a chance in hell. In fact, he's the most scared out of all of them. Okay. Now, uh, let me read that effect. So, they're now frightened of me for one minute. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight, which is Asmodai. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. Mm. So, basically, nothing that none of the people affected can move closer to me. Mm. Oh, fuck. And, yeah, so line of sight, they all have disadvantage. And if you, some people flavor it, now the condition does not force this, but some people flavor it as when they're frightened, they also start running. Mm. (laughs) This is brutal enough, holy fuck. That's most of the goddamn enemies. Yeah, well, when three of them are barbarians, I have no sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) That is brutal! Oh my god! All right. So this guy right here and this guy right here are the only people that are not afraid. Everyone else is afraid of you. They will not move towards you, and they have disadvantage within uh, line of sight. Fuck. All right, uh, do you do anything else after that epic move? Nope. All right. Well, actually, uh, yeah, I actually am going to move down here, and I'm going to crouch. How tall is this here? the the fountain itself yeah yeah it's chest height you know like or not chest height uh like waist height so about three feet i would say so i'll crouch a little bit to get some yeah. cover behind it mm-hmm. all right gears of war style gotcha all right um the sky walls are helpful <laughs> every game man every fucking game all right uh so n- next play shit how the fuck am i gonna do this so we have this little squirt right here uh Okay, so it's just going to be disadvantage on any kind of throw. Well, hang on. Uh, you said any attack throw, right? Any ability check? Ability check. Or, uh, or, and attack rolls. Throwing is an ability check. Okay, ability check. Uh, and again, if you want to, again, some people flavor frightened as, like, if it's a group, their morale is broken and they flee. That's not in the condition itself, but that is what some people flavor it as. Like, narratively, they are terrified now of me, and are terrified in general. You know what? Well, it does seem logical, and I think what I'm going to do is these three people just try to book it. So, this person just goes around the corner and leaves. Yeah. He's he's running for his life. We uh, see the man who uh, threw, like, uh, the eye... What's the best way to put it? Basically, the ice bomb. Uh, he, the guy just starts running like a bad ad hell. Then uh, we have the strikers who, uh, uh, their morale shaken, but they stand their ground. Oh, how the fuck? Um, okay. So, okay. So, uh, they're so uh, reckless against uh, uh, the fear effect would just cancel out. Wasn't uh, uh, advantage with disadvantage? Yes. Uh, yes, it yeah. would. Okay. So he's just gonna make a. Or he's gonna do reckless attack, which is gonna give a disadvantage if anyone actually attacks him. But he's gonna make a normal throw against a gnome. Oh, you can't reckless ranged attacks. No, it, he's not. He's just going against a gnome right here. He's. Oh. Uh, there's no no. There's no ranged attack. Okay. I thought this one wasn't frightened. Oh, he isn't. Yeah, you're right. You're right. 
It, I'm too far away. I didn't see it. Um, yeah, I guess he's just gonna do 14. Uh, the gnome, um, I assume a 19 hits? Sadly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Poor buddy. Um, uh, eight damage does with uh, his attack. And, uh, that ends his turn. This person, oh, what the hell is he gonna do? I think what he's going to do is, ugh, he can't. Yeah, because of where he's positioned, he can't really attack anyone. Yeah, he, he can only move back, because he can't fucking move forward. God damn it, Asbadai. Fucking good. All right, let's see. I think he's just going to book it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's going to hide behind these barrels. Um, Now we move on to P1. So, wait, who moved? <laughs> uh, this uh, person up here. They're, they're just booking it back. Oh, I thought there were, I thought there was somebody uh, before my turn. Uh, uh, that was both these. Oh, yeah, you're right. There's one right here. Um, Let's see. Uh, Reckless, he's going to just try to attack you. But since he's frightened, he only gets... Uh, five, so ten. I assume ten doesn't hit you. It does not. Okay. Um, no. So he uh, uh, clashes his blade against the floor. Then it is now your turn. All right. You know what? Just for fun, um, P1 is going to once again pluck a feather from his body. Think on it for a moment. Uh, scribe something into the air again, and as he as he wipes this with his hand away, it's uh. Asmodai, me, and himself, uh, both for just a brief moment, have like a strange uh, green aura surrounding all three of them, as all of them have been blessed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and me. <laughs> and uh, remind me, what does bless do? Uh, it adds a d4 to attack rolls and saving throws. All right, keep it in mind, boys. And for me specifically, uh, you notice that the one that we are presently engaged with, in your eyes, you blink for just a moment, and it looks like it looks like a few different uh, parts of their body have been highlighted. And P1 is just going to say, you know, it's like you know, if you attacked one of those places, you might be able to hit them properly, as he is giving you a reaction attack to attack that person. And I shot. Oh, hell yeah. That's badass. Oh, my God. And for everybody at home, uh, P1 calls this uh, backseat gaming. So for my uh, size ability, do I I don't do I add that to this roll if I hit? Um, I believe the wording is on your turn, you add the D6. Mm. Oh, and then I add another D4 to this, right? Attack roll. Uh, you also have advantage since uh, uh, since they are they did use reckless before they're like on their turn. Okay, I'm guessing that it. Oh, <laughs> um, hang on before you do anything. Uh, the the man over here, since he is standing right next to an ally, he uh, spends his reaction to re redirect the attack onto him. So instead of hitting this person, you're hitting this person over here. Ah, he's Oath of the Crown or Cavalier. Oh, fuck. This is horrible. Take seven damage. Oh, thank God. All right. No, he's still living. You, you, you basically hit the glowing part, like the gap in like his armor, as uh, he budges his way to take the attack. 
All right, things are getting exciting. So, well, now someone else is also a rule breaker, aren't they? As he just looks over to the paladin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cat could be a cavalier. Or, or to the to the warrior who has just redirected that blow. <laughs> All right, it is now uh, Mi's turn. If uh, P1 has no other thing he wants to do on his turn, uh, P1's kind of fine where he is. <laughs> also, for what it's worth, uh, Gray, um, uh, for this particular ability, they do get a repeat saving throw uh, against um, Asmodai's fear effect at the end of their turns. Oh. Yeah. Oh, are you fucking serious? Oh, so wait, so they're gonna have to make the wisdom saving throw again? Yeah, they ha they they get a repeat saving throw. They have another chance to succeed on it. They can. They don't have to. It's their option. <laughs> <laughs> well put. Okay. Well, since it's uh, been their turn, um, yeah, because it happened on Aspendai's turn, so they have to repeat it uh, this turn or next turn. Just to clarify. They repeat it at the end of their individual turn. Yeah, this person's gonna repeat it then. Oh, uh, they pass. Doing good. Like, wait, was that one of the barbarians? Oh yeah, he tied. Eh. Okay. Um. So P1 ends his turn. Now is Mi's turn. Me, what do you do? Um, Mi's gonna be a little bit confused by why he struck down the one and the other one took damage. Um. So he's gonna begin to smolder my ability, and then I'm going to strike at this one again. Okay. Go right ahead. Obviously, roll it again. How much is that? That's a 12, correct? So I add... So that would be an 8. An 8 to hit. <laughs> Wait, an 8 to hit? I thought it was 7 plus 5 plus 1. No, it's, I have advantage, so I rolled twice, and then I add the d4 to my better one. Unfortunately, no. With how low their AC is, an 8 does not hit. Alright. Would you like to action surge and try again? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to. <laughs> okay. Right, I'm just wow, gonna... yeah, that hits. Wait, I'm going to go for the, the crit. Okay. Right, I'll stick with the 19. All right. Uh, 19 does hit. Uh, describe what you do. Uh, is he just dead? Uh, with six? Well, I can roll more, too. No, roll more? 10. Okay, that's 10. No, he's still standing. Are you at least missing an arm or something? <laughs> <laughs> we'll say a few fingers come off. How's that sound? Yeah, so uh, as you're uh, chopping down your uh, battle axe, we see like a few fingers fly in the air, like time pauses for a second as we see the splatter of blood like stay stationary in the air. We see the smile from me, the bear with antlers. Then we see the blood just splatter on the ground. Uh, but he is standing. It's just he is nursing a fucked up hand. All right. Um... Wait, I also want to give him tetanus. Wait, what? Because he's bleeding a lot. He, want, he wants to kill him slowly, if not quickly. <laughs> All right, uh, let me a little constitution check for tetanus, and he has tetanus, so I'm sorry to say. <laughs> With the roll on the four, we have tetanus. Um, If that ends your turn, uh, the the small fry are going to book it. Yep, he goes off the map. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. He's still on the map. He is just getting the hell out of here. We uh, see, like, uh, two of the, the elves in civilian clothing, like, just hitting the ground as they're uh, running, uh, stumbling about. Um, Next is the man with the shield. And I guess he moves up to uh, me. And he, uh, let's see. Um, He marks you. Okay. Uh, Nope, there's no save for it. All right, well, that confirms then. Uh, yeah, 
When you attack target, you can, um, oh, fuck. I have to actually hit him. All right. So he's going to try to mark you with the hit. Um, that is a 12 to hit. No, that doesn't hit. Shit. All right, this, this is going downhill fast. Holy fuck. All right. Um, I really need to read the wording better. All right. So it is now Ordon's turn. What do you do, Ordon? All right. Would it just be a strength check or an action to try to break free? I'll give you a strength check. We'll say, uh... Which takes an action, by the way. Yeah. Okay. So 13 or higher. Oh, let's see what we got. Nope, nope. Not going to do that. You can do it? I, I, no, I don't want to hurt Asmodai. <laughs> don't worry about hurting the man with the highest AC here. Holy fuck. I'm not worried about his AC. <laughs> I'm worried about hurting the fucker that could turn into a goddamn fire elemental. Holy shit. You're worried about... You're worried about uh, harming the ass that you can bounce coins off of. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Story was, it's make him maybe not like you, but hey. Okay, I'm gonna use my action. Screw it. Yeah, good. Uh, no, uh, you struggle as uh, you're trying to get your feet out of the ground, but you do not successfully get out. You don't have like a fire cantrip or something where you could maybe melt the ice. Well, I have something with fire in its name, but... You're talking about alchemist fire? Fairy fire. Oh, no. fairy fire doesn't hurt people, it just makes sense. <laughs> uh, that's why you said, like, it has fire in the name. <laughs> He's right. Uh, right. For, my, for my bonus action, since I'm realizing the peril that we're in, yeah. uh, Origin's gonna reach back up to that other tier and trace okay. it down his down his cheek. Yeah. As he looks at the person closest to him, yeah. and says, d d d d "Don't don't hurt me." He's gonna hurt you. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> Cast sanctuary now. Okay. Again, was that for uh, hostile creatures? It's creatures that you're not hostile towards. I don't want to hurt him. I haven't hurt him yet. Yeah, but he's hostile towards you, and he really wants to hurt you. Oh, yeah, it actually works fine. Even, uh, yeah, so he can actually cast that, and he'll be fine. He just can't attack him or make hostile action towards him, or it automatically ends. And that will end my turn. Uh, well, hang on, I gotta make a save. Yeah, I gotta make a save first. Uh, what's the DC, buddy? 14. Uh, he, well, hang on. It's hang a on. wisdom save, so it's minus two. So it's a 12. Son of a bitch. All right, so it rolls 14 minus 2, so that's 12. So Sanctuary does uh, have an effect. Well, it's when he makes an attack against me. So if he were to make an attack against me and fail the Wisdom save, he has to make it against someone else or lose that attacker's spell. I'm, I'm going to say, like, if it comes to his turn, he's going to try to attack you. And we're going to say that's a future failure. Because uh, that's naturally what that person would do. All right, um... If that ends your turn, Ordon, is Asmodai's turn. Um, what do you do, Asmodai? Hmm. Was well, gonna go there, but now he's affected by the Sanctuary spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. What do I feel more? Well, you see a bird? You see a bird and a big-ass motherfucking bear taking care of two guys. You know? I, I just love the image, though. <laughs> is, is that difficult terrain still up? Okay. The trend is still up. Alright. Yeah, I'll move there. Alright. And point 
grabbing my Warhammer and attacking him in the knees with the Warhammer and missing. Oh, wait, I have a D4. You don't hit. Okay. Yep, so I'm going to imagine Warhammer comes down, shatters the ice. All right. Uh, that's going to end my turn. Yep, so we see Asmodeus. He went to the fountain, walked on the ice, and shattered it. Next, it is that very same person's turn. Um, what the fuck are they going to do? Um, there's an immediate threat, and there's a gnome that... Uh, well, yeah, he can't attack. He already failed the wisdom saving throw, so he has to pick a new target. Is that all that that's there that says I have to pick a new target if I fail? Within within range. Yeah, within range, so yeah. Because it's now his turn. So he made the attack against a gnome. He failed on the wisdom save. He's going to go for Asmodai in a fucking slim chance that he's going to hit him. Not one. No, he does not hit him. Uh, so it comes down and shatters the ice even more. I'm going to... You know what, just for the hell of it, just because uh, you, you missed your attack, you hit ice, and he's now in uh, cold water, waist uh, deep. Um, So I'm going to give him the same condition that uh, uh, Ordun has of uh, grappled. Can you do a shrinkage roll? Yeah, to see if that broke enough around Ordon, since I broke ice, he broke ice. I don't think, I don't think that's what Cupcake was referring to, but sure. Well, I was, yeah, you're right. Uh... Ordon, make constitution saving throw for a shrinkage. I'm going to do a percentile die. I'm going to say uh, 1 to 25. Uh, the ice around you broke. Anything more? No. All right, you ready? Wow. Are you fucking serious? No, he got it. That is the second one on a D100 I've seen in the last two days. Okay. Uh, so the ice around you uh, uh, breaks, Ordon. Um, all you have to do is... Uh, uh, let's see. I'd say... Uh, I'm going to give you the same thing that Elf has. You're going to have to use half your movement just get out of it. That's it. Then you're you're, you're no longer grappled. All right. And I, I rolled a one, which is a five on my shrinkage. So, yeah. So you're you're very tiny, buddy. I'm sorry to say. You got a tiny weenie. Uh, with a reckless attack again, he's going to uh, try to attack uh, me, which uh, flattens out to just regular roll. Wait, is he the one that broke the fear effect? Isn't the bottom one the one that saved from the fear effect? Yeah, he did again. Thank you for reminding me. I, it's hard juggling all this around. So, reckless attack, vantage twice then. And that is uh, 19 hit does 19 hit. Nope. Are you fucking serious? God damn. All right. Uh, he goes in for a slash, and it hits the ground right next to me. But uh, I will take that, and I'm going to make that attack uh, hit his buddy. You can do that? Yeah, with my cloud rune. Although, although wait, uh, does it does it only say if the attack hits or if he, did they just make an attack? I, I don't have it. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> oh, yeah, it does say hit. I do because it's in my compendium. <laughs> All right. Uh, so it hits the ground right next to me. Um, The small fry are just going to completely leave the map. Take him off of initiative. Next is uh, the defender. Oh, and uh, also, my my fire is beginning to spread. You know what? Interesting you say that. I think he's going to prepare something. He's fucking with the barrel up here. Right here. He's fucking with this barrel. And you see, like, uh, a couple sparks and a rag. But uh, that's it. Okay, well, he, he can repeat his wisdom save at the end of his turn. Okay. Um, gonna 
do that. Nope, he still failed. And uh, just do it for all three, because I think I forgot for all three. All 13, three. Okay. Um, so uh, they all fail. Well, the only one that was still affected was the top. So that guy did his thing. Uh, me, uh, you did your turn already, right? Or am I skipping? No, I, I attempted a reaction. Okay, that's right. Yep, P1 is now your turn. Uh, what do I want to do? Somehow cast Banish. <laughs> that would be nice, not gonna lie. That'd be the um, most badass thing in this goddamn campaign. Oh my god. Actually thinking about it, this might at least have like benefits into the future, just in case. So, so P1 is going to, um, to once again pluck a feather from his body, think on it, inscribe a little bit, and wipe it away as, yeah. As he will give this to, yeah, he'll give it to to me, Asmodai, and um, uh, Oridon, like a, as like a a very nice another very nice uh, glowy uh, green glow like uh, overcomes your bodies as you all gain uh, five uh, extra maximum hit points for the next eight hours, and uh, me, once again like this barbarian. Uh, in front of you, uh, like uh, some vulnerable zones start showing up, and just P1 just whispers over, I think now would be a good time, don't you think, love? <laughs> As he uses backseat gaming, and you still have advantage since they reckless attacked. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, uh, we got six and eight on the roll. Eleven, and... actually. Oh, eleven. Um, and who are you going against? The barbarian. Barbarian? It does hit. Do eight damage. Eight damage. Um, let's see. Now he's not gonna kill himself over that. So, uh, barbarian takes it that damage. Hang on a second. Oh my lord. Oh my lord. Uh, he's barely holding on. Uh, I'll say like you leave a deep gash from the collarbone down to the chest. He's bleeding out. It's like I think you could take that one from there, can't you? As he just uh, ends his turn, perfectly comfortable right where he is. <laughs> Alright. It is uh, now me's turn. Me, what do you do? So, if I, like, shove someone into someone else, does that do damage? None. <laughs> no. At most, I think it, like, uh, moves them both back, doesn't it? Even... Eh. What if one's wearing spiked armor? I would allow it like, at that point. Like pretty, much, pretty much the only way you're doing damage with a shove is if you're shoving them from a, a, a high point where they could take uh, fall damage, essentially. The, the thing that fighters do the most with shoving is they shove them to the ground. That mm. way th their attacks can have advantage. Yeah. But you only have one attack, and you already have advantage against the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. Well, I have a, a, racial, a racial feat that allows me to shove easier but it's still not i mean it's up to you but action economy wise a shove's not going to do anything it's better just to hit him no my my guy is, is based off minotaur class so i can shove as a bonus action if i hit. oh that well yeah what you can do is bonus action shove and then it's because you can use the battering horns to shove him to the ground and then you can attack him but no, I have, to, I have to hit. I have to hit first. So I wanted to kill the one guy and shove him into the other guy. No. And see if that did damage. <laughs> uh, um, you know what? For the hell of it, yeah, sure. Yeah, 
I mean, do that. Improvised weapon. Hmm. Uh, I'll allow you do a one d four damage. If uh, there, is there any kind of save I need to do, or is it just dependent on whether you hit or not? Uh, I think it's attempting a shove action. So okay, attempt, there's yeah, there attempt there for the horns has a save involved. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so what's the save for it? Uh, dexterity, I would assume. Strength. It's a uh, yeah. Dex against my. Hold on, let me yeah. check. I believe it's a strength save that uses your strength that sets the DC. <laughs> so the DC is twelve. Okay. And it's a strength saving throw. Uh, he gets 11. Oh, you said strength, right? Yeah. Okay, if it's a strength saving throw, he just passes. But he also might be dead when he's attempting to make it. Oh, fuck. Um, so that's uh, 11 damage to him. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if that's the case, uh, describe how you kill him. So I, I take the axe that's kind of embedded in his shoulder, and then I just swing it around and kind of slash him in the side and mm-hmm. using that momentum try to slam him into the other guy okay you know what i'm, I'm I'll, I'll allow it uh do one d4 four you kill them both how do you kill the other guy <laughs> i imagine when it slams him into the other guy since i've been smoldering so the fire's kind of spreading as they crumple to the ground it's just kind of like a, a campfire on top of them yeah, so just... they yeah they raked all down the stairs, hit the bottom, and there is a small bonfire of corp or like two corpses burning. You know, P1 just looks down at this scene, looks up to me. You know, would you be interested in being my bodyguard? Always happy to help my new friend. We hear the rattle of metal from a cage in the distance. That's it. Um, after that, it's uh, Ordon. What do you do? Ordon is going to attempt to climb up this pillar again. Okay. Okay. Uh, just what I said DC was before 13, 14. Well, I'm going to say uh, 14 just because you're wet. So give me uh, a climb check. Or uh, what the fuck would it be? Athletics. It'd, be, it'd technically be athletics to climb. Either way, he passes. is fine. Um, so uh, you uh, begin to climb. You get to the top. What do you do? I'm going to take a seat <laughs> and uh, look around for that metal uh, sound that we heard. Over here. So, uh, like, uh, you look to your right uh, where the guy was initially hiding past the cart and, or, like, the carts, the barrels of a uh, fish. And what looks to be a uh, oil barrel right here, um, you see... Uh, just nothing, but that's where you heard the metal clang. And I will hold my action for a light crossbow attack for anyone who comes from this way. This maybe alley. You should, maybe you should hit the guy who's about to light a barrel of oil and blow us up. What? No. I don't know if I can reach. A lot of, a lot of assumptions here. Oh. Right the, a light crossbow is six is eighty. 320, if I yeah, remember right. You, you can hit him. Even with a hand crossbow, you should be able to reach. Hmm. Well, I would hope a nat 20 hit. That's a nat 20? Yeah, oh, also, fuck. he hasn't been attacking, so his rage is gone. Oh, shit. Alright, that, that's that's fine. Um, uh, it, uh, oh, Okay. Uh, how much damage is that? Uh, that's 11. 11 plus 4, 15 damage. 15? Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And he um, can't have it. <laughs> no. So you just like hit him right in the eye as he finally gets a spark and he just starts screaming. And he's just like, just holding on to his eyes. We see like blood trickle down through like uh, the, his uh, hand. Um, <laughs> Does that end your turn, Ordon? That does end my turn. Okay, uh, Asmodai, what are you doing? Uh, well, I can't get flanking now, which sucks, but I'm still going to move here. You still hashtag blessed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I know. Hashtag blessed. Yep. Hashtag blessed. That's a nat 20. <laughs> I mean, or maybe you didn't need it. Uh. <laughs> All right. Oh. So that's fun. I'm definitely using a smite now. Um, okay, so he takes thirty. So he takes that much. Uh, was that 18? Wow, max damage on the first oh, hit. Jesus Christ. 18, so that can be halved. But now for the radiant damage, which is because I crit, that is, well, not as much as I hope, but it's still 12 radiant damage, which he cannot resist. Mm. Just give me one second. 13, plus 9. So that's 9. Three. Yeah, it's 9 plus 12. How do you kill him? <laughs> so <laughs> I I take my hammer uh, and I position it like I'm about to go golfing on this man's head mm. uh, and it won't happen because physics wise it won't but basically I take a baseball swing at this man's head and crush his skull completely in oh, uh, and as I do that I say this is my territory and he is just dead all right um wow then we just got one last person well no one's gonna be able to drink from that water for a while yeah and then with the remainder of my movement i am going to actually wait there's a man there who wants to explode me so i'm yep. gonna go here okay <laughs> All right, since so it's, it's good. Oh, first start off. Good move, Asmodai. Uh You you just got out of the radius. Uh, this uh, person with one eye, like basically, has set like the barrel down on its side and gives it a nice kick. As we see, like a mal mal cock. Uh, what was it Maltov, uh Like tail, basically a rig. Maltov cocktail. Yeah, n not not exactly, but you know what I mean. Just a rig inside of a, a hole. And he just kicks it. We see like uh, some of the oil sputter as it makes a trail going down. Uh, he kicks it towards the edge right here. Um, let me make a different color right here. And it explodes on uh, impact after that. Uh, I hope it kills him. <laughs> it better kill him. All right. So it, yeah, just hang on because I, I rolled the percentile behind the scenes. You guys are going to kind of love this. So he uh, uh, hits it over here. Uh, can you do me a favor? Uh, fucking Ordon. Since he's 30, he's 30 feet up. Didn't I say that was uh, 30 foot up? Or You never said how tall it was. No, I said it was 10 feet forward and 10 feet up. Then, yep. Okay, so that's 10 feet up. I got to do trigonometry here. So it's right here. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. Well, what is the radius of the explosion? And we can tell. Oh, if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're looking at, uh, if it's a, it's a 15 foot radius, um, then you're, you're getting him. 
if it, if you if he's if it's if he's ten feet away from the center and he's ten feet up, uh, it's like uh, the only way he'd be able to avoid it is if um, uh, yeah, if you were like a few more feet upward. <laughs> Good thing I'm sitting down. God damn it. All right, Asmodei, just to clarify, yes, I know I've been saying oil, but it's a little special. Uh, so he uh, kicks the barrel with the mysterious oil-like fluid, and uh, it hits the uh, like side of the fountain, explodes. Uh, make me a dexterity uh, uh, saving throw, please, Ordem. Well, fuck me anyways. Um, let's see. You take half of this damage. I'm glad you finally said it. End the session right here, boys. <laughs> we won. What the hell did I say? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you you ex you explicitly exclaimed "fuck me," and I've just been waiting for it this whole time. <laughs> yeah, I like this combat. Uh, you take uh, sixteen points of damage. Make me. Uh, I'm gonna say that dexterity uh, saving throw also acts as uh, you're falling. So uh, you take no damage in the floor, even though it's just is, ten feet. Is it sixteen halved or is? It's half. So you take okay. eight points of damage. So, just to say it again, we see this uh, oil, uh, this uh, barrel filled with mysterious fluid uh, be kicked towards the rim of the fountain. We see Ordon the gnome on top peak of uh, the fountain. As it explodes, water starts to spill out with chunks of ice, and we see like the centerpiece of the fountain shatter. Ordon falls, but catches himself on, uh, on his feet like a cat. Woo! All right, um, that should end their turn. Uh, P1, what are you doing? All right, yeah. Now that uh, now that P1 and Mii's end has been covered, uh, I guess P1's going to to walk over here, looking at Asmodai like, so, so how's it going? P1, make me a perception check, please. You're you're too distracted by a very fit butt. <laughs> All right. Yeah, he walks up, says, "How's it going?" Does that end your turn? Well, no. It's just like he he will. Uh, I assume this is this guy still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Uh, there's nothing here. The barrel's gone. All right, I was just, I was just making sure. Uh, hold on, just one moment. As uh, plucks another feather, writes it, and then shifts his hand upwards as he uses a, as once again, a hand appears from seemingly out of nowhere and tries to grab this guy's ankle. <laughs> oh, what was the saving throw again? It's an attack roll. <laughs> oh yeah, okay, great. Ed. Oh yeah, it hits. Yeah, won't even bother with the bless. Uh, <laughs> Only four necrotic, though. <laughs> okay, so it's just four damage? Four necrotic. It's a cantrip, bro. bro. <laughs> the very first one did really good. I can't remember why. But no, uh, we see his leg uh, uh, glitch out as like uh, his leg gets misaligned, like you would see in a video game, as it uh, basically repairs itself, goes back to normal, but feels like his bone shattered from that shift. Um, does that end your turn, P1? Yep, just like makes an attack and leaves that lingering question for Asmodai. <laughs> uh, me, it is now your turn. What do you do? So I'm gonna pick up this this guy down here. Yeah. Carefully. Uh, hang on. Before you do anything, uh, move yourself back and give me a perception check. Let's make sure. Hang on. Okay. Yeah. Eleven. Nope. Nothing. So uh, do what you're gonna uh, what you're gonna do. I'm gonna carefully pick this guy up and stack him on top of this guy. No, <laughs> okay. It's not that you're going near the burning corpses too. I assume you're not throwing them on the burning corpses. You're just stacking up the unconscious enemies. For now. Okay. Duly noted. 
All right. Um, we move back up initiative, and uh, before we go to Ordon, I need to say you guys hear a line like growl. And followed shortly by a couple barks. So we uh, see a little pack here. Uh, the best way to describe what they look like, they come around the corner and uh, they look like almost dire wolves. They're too big to be a regular uh, wolf, but too small to be a dire wolf. Uh, these things have manes like a lion, along with a tail that's similar to a lion, but every other quality is that of a, uh, a wolf. And we see these things howl as they uh, come around the corner charging. We add them onto initiative really quick. Uh, these two rolled the same, so I'll add them as the same. And uh, they're going to be uh, charging. Uh, they're not charging per se, but they're uh, coming into battle. Alright, this one is going to go uh, Lone Ranger style. And this one falls closely behind. This one is going to be going over here. And it's going to try to leap over this barrel. No, it, it tumbles uh, thrown on the ground, tried to uh, jump over the barrel uh, right near uh, me. And I believe, how much movement did they actually use doing that? Yeah, too much. All right, so we got one on the ground and uh, two on the side charging up. Wouldn't they theoretically have also used their movement to get onto the map? That's why I used the other turn or like the full round of them getting to that location. That's why I said the... Uh, uh, sounded like metal, like uh, opening up as they come charging. That's why uh, I was trying to actually like uh, foreshadow that with me and uh, P1 with uh, the perception check since they're the closest. Oh, and I did forget that I was still smoldering and I hadn't turned that off. So these guys that I just stacked up on top of each other are in fact on fire. That means they just wake up when they take damage. Okay. Um, is your channel divinity thing still going on, Asmodai? Or are they outside? It, it, it only procs. Like, it, it's not a lasting effect. It's not passive. Okay. So, oh, that makes things interesting. So, put them both over here then. Um, so, uh, how much damage did they take? Uh, we never discussed that with this ability. So, uh, I don't... I kinda, what ability is it? It's a, a feat that I have that's called Flame Touched. Um... Okay, what's Flame Touch do? Is it a homebrew feat? Yeah, I think it was, but it was one that I, I showed him, but it doesn't have any numbers on it, so... Oh, Jesus. Alright, um, well, for now, let's see. I mean, they're just, like, regular flames. There's nothing, like... Just for now, we'll, we'll keep it simple. We'll, we'll iron out details later, but uh, we'll just say, like, it's a, a dexterity saving throw. Since they're asleep, that's at disadvantage, and we'll probably say it's 3d6 damage at the moment. Just, just for the hell of it, but that that's just for now. It's just a uh, a placeholder till we get that ironed out. Yeah. Um, so I'm just gonna roll for both of them at disadvantage. Holy shit! It doesn't matter what kind of DC I set for them; they both burn. Uh, roll three d six damage for, uh, for me. Yeah, I think eventually we'll change this to much lower damage, but yeah, it's just they're they're minions. I, I don't give two fucks right now. Um, Twelve. Yeah, that that's fine. They both burn. Even if I did 1d4 damage, you would have probably killed them anyways. Alright, we'll say uh, that a fire just starts as you uh, are taken unexpectedly by a lion tumbling over a barrel. Um, it is now... What's Oradon gonna do? So, seeing the dogs 
or these little scary creatures rushing towards us. I'm going to scurry in my pocket again and I'm going to pull out a coin. I'm going to take the coin and flip it outwards into the fountain. And after it does, after it hits the water, it shoots back up and hits me on my chest. And now I am encased in my arcane armor. Describe what it looks like. I also have a picture reference. Yep. So show the picture in chat. Describe what it looks like so we can have it on audio. So Oridon is now encased in a very dark, um, very matte black, full body suited armor. Very sleek, not a lot of bells and whistles, but on the back you will see a lot of um, exposed inner workings. Mm. Um, just to uh, simplify the description, uh, imagine, uh, what was his name, uh, Gray Fox from uh, Middle Gear, mixed with a Xenomorph. So that type of armor mixed with the texture of a Xenomorph is the best way to describe it. All right. Um, do you do anything else, or is that your standard action? With that, I am going to walk towards the dogs you're gonna walk towards the dogs all right and that will end my turn okay uh yeah because i skipped oridon's turn during that i'm sorry about that yeah so it'll move to asmodai okie dokie um so are there still fire there's still flames yeah we'll say yeah and where uh, yeah i'll show you just give me a second so about right here we're gonna say it's spattered if you stay in like uh anywhere with that area you just take one point of fire damage um it is not in the fountain um we'll say that enough sputter like uh uh cleared some of the flames and diluted uh the mixture okie dokie well yep. i'm i'm gonna move move to here okay do i see anything uh see anything uh so uh oh you looking for anything specific just general overview of like is there a corpse from the man who just suicide bombed or is he still somehow alive? No. Uh, hang on. Let me. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Give me a second. Um, move your token back. I I need to uh, redact something because I got caught up with uh, the lines. Um, because like I told you, I did a percentile, and like I said, there was a trail of that mixture leading back to him, which has another fucking barrel over there, and with a what was it thirty percent chance, like the motherfucker rolled like twenty seven, so. He is going to make a dexterity saving roll. Fails. Takes 76 damage. <laughs> so, again, the barrel went towards, like, the fountain exploded. We see, like, uh, the fire light a trail back to him where it hits another one of the barrels. This entire building right here, like, a good section of it, is blown clean open. Uh, we see his body parts splatter across the field as, like, a fresh paint of blood goes towards uh, the uh, cobblestone floor. All right. Um, sorry, does that affect your movement? Uh, you, you obviously saw that explosion. Sorry about that. Boom. Big. I hope these are not what I think they are. I'm going to go to here. Mm -hmm. uh, as I'm running, grab out a javelin uh, right. and put at this dog. Mm hmm. Yeah, and just clarify uh, two things. You have multiple javelins, and you're holding your warhammer one-handed, correct? So you can easily just have a, uh, a free action, just grab the fucking javelin and throw it. More or less, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. Just want to clarify, you fulfilled those conditions. That's 20, fine. 24. 24, you definitely hit. Wait, hang on. It's ranged attack, right? Because it's prone. It, yeah. Wait, this one's prone? Oh, okay. Oh, m my bad. Then I'll throw it at this one. Okay, go right at it. We'll, we'll use the same one. It's fine. You hit. So, you uh, throw it right at it. Six, Six piercing damage. Ain't too bad. So, uh, you you uh, throw it towards it, but it's a uh, it's, uh, thick hide. Doesn't uh, dig uh, the javelin too deep uh, deeply. It, I, I'm not I'm not flavoring that's resistant towards uh, 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 piercing damage, I assume it is. It, it's not. Yeah. Just want to clarify okay. it. It's just, it uh, like digs into it, but not, it's thick hide. Doesn't uh, dig it deep enough. It is P1's turn. P1, what do you do? Right. Uh, I guess P1 doesn't really have to, but he'll move at least 10 more feet. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know what? On the, on the same creature that... Uh, uh, that Asmodai uh, threw the javelin at, to uh, plucks another fan, plucks another feather. Mm -hmm. The feather in hand glow green as he writes this, writes into the air, and once again a a hand like uh, starts a appears from the uh, from above the head of this dog, mm -hmm. and grabs it by the scruff. Ooh, <laughs> or at least attempts to grab it by the scruff. All right. When did you get Bigby's hand? <laughs> I don't need to roll bless, I don't think, so 19 no. to hit. Yeah, it hits. What's it do? That'll hit for 8 necrotic damage. Alright. It uh, hits, and uh, again, it looks like it. Uh, you glitch out his uh, scruff. Looks uh, badass as hell. Uh, where do you think the actual damage comes from? Like, uh, the actual body uh, realigning after being separated? Yeah, like essentially, as it's trying to like, as it's trying to like uh, bring itself back together, like everything isn't connecting properly. Okay, I like that. That's a cool visual. All right, but again, just like the javelin, uh, it gets back up, but it looks like you probably uh, gave it a really bad cramp. Um, let's see. So it is now me's turn. Me, what do you do? So in my you're surrounded by burning corpses. <laughs> well, me is pretty used to that. Yeah. Um. In my history of hunting unholy creatures, have I seen anything like these before? Um, no, you haven't. Uh, none of you have seen a creature like this before or heard of it, but it just looks like a, a chimera between, uh, not an actual chimera, like a chimeric uh, uh, beast between a wolf and a lion. All uh, right, um, I'm going to run up and chop the one on the ground. Okay, go right ahead. Nat 20. So just, wow. yeah, just go ahead and take the bat, Tommy. <laughs> Do it. Best part is you get to roll that, that d6 twice, or two. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, okay, 2d8. What about the 2d6? <laughs> Damn it. Damn it. All right. Good on my end. 11, 11. for a crit. All right. But I'm also going to do an additional 4d6 fire damage. Oh, for the fuck. Is that a spell? I'm going to use my fire rune. Okay, great. Up. Uh, describe what it looks like as you're doing it. So as it crashes down on him mm -hmm. from the, I guess I never described my axe, but it it's kind of like a half sun. And on the back, it's got the tentacle tendrils coming out of it. Hell yeah. And the tendrils from the tips of them, kind of these chains sprout out and just wrap around the creature. Oh, hell yeah. Badass. Um, so the creature has, damage? yep. 
uh, yeah. plus the 11 earlier, so that's 29 total. Oh my god. All right. Um, plus he makes a strength saving throw. Strength saving throw. All right. I got you. Uh, 14. Um, all right. That meets. So. Okay. So is it half damage then? No, it would be it would be restrained if it failed, and oh. take and take an additional two d six every turn until it succeeds. Okay, so what's the total damage I'm calculating right here? Just eighteen. Twenty nine. Twenty nine. Oh fuck me! Hang on, let me see. Describe uh, describe how you kill it. So as the chains like tighten tighten around it, I feel like mm -hmm. they eventually tighten to the point that it just like sections into different pieces, smoldering on the ground. I'm going to say that all of your passive is uh, good enough to hear this. You do still hear the echo footstep, or like still, you hear the echo footsteps, but it just uh, sounds like a couple pairs from uh, each corner. So here, here, just these two. Um, as we start up the new round, it is now uh, Oridon. So as Oridon begins to lift his gauntlet, he is going to point at the nearest, uh, scary doggy yep and exclaim you will be the one to die next <laughs> all right and as he finishes exclaiming that a bolt of lightning shoots out of his uh index finger yep 25 to hit or is that just straight damage that's 25 to hit okay yeah 25 to hit straight damage and that's towards one or like is that radius effect to the closest one okay closest one Okay, 10 damage. And then, yeah. not yet, mm -hmm. 16. Okay. Lightning damage. God. Yeah, so we see that crackle as uh, the lightning goes around the mane of it, uh, basically cinching off the fur of the mane, and it begins to growl at you. Uh, does that end your turn? Uh, no, I'm actually going to walk closer to it. And it's going to uh, do a roar, like I said it would uh, previously. Everyone make a wisdom saving throw. Tell me if you get 14 or higher. Is it considered magical? Uh, no, it is not. Oh dear, I failed. Yep. If anyone succeeds, you cannot be affected by Roar again. Okay, that's a 6 7 for Asmodai, Ordon, uh, T1, I got a five. and me. You, you uh, got a 5. Five. It's literally 5 6 7 right now. Alright, what about P1? It's probably gonna get higher than 8. So just to uh, move things along, he does the Roar. Uh, everyone fails, or most of you fail. So everyone who has failed, you take disadvantage on your next strength saving throw. That is it. Um, that being said, the uh, lion hound attacks Oridon uh, right here, and he is going to uh, bite you. Does a 20 hit. Yeah. Make me a strength saving throw, 14 or higher. Nope. You're, you are now prone as he uh, bites you. Hang on, let me do the damage really quick. Okay. So uh, for the first one, uh, he does 13 uh, points of damage as he like uh, sh uh, gnaws on your uh, uh, shoulder, bringing you to the ground. Uh, the other one already went, so it's now Asmodai's turn. Asmodai, what do you do? All right, I'm going to move to here. Okay. And I'm going to pop Necrotic Shroud. Ooh, all right. As the skeletal black angel wings, or the not even wings, the skeletal black wings form again, that 
black red miasma begins to surround me again and both of them need to make wisdom saving throws or be frightened all this frightening bullshit god damn it hang on no they don't have a negative um so one got to six one 14 yeah uh let's see i believe they are now frightened both of them okay yeah until the end of my next turn okay all so right. uh and that is my action uh okay. i believe that is my action yeah that's my action and i've gotten no nothing else to do so i'm going to stand there menacingly yeah you you've been doing a lot of menacing lately oh my god you will find out very fast uh oath of conquest is all about fear effects wait uh wouldn't me and Orden also have to make the save i failed you guys did didn't you no for the the ne necrotic shroud oh the necrotic shroud i don't believe it involves allies does it uh oh yeah no it would yeah it does by the way you need yeah? to make a wisdom wow. save uh i don't know if me is really affected by it but ordon is is it magic uh kind of but no i mean it's not necessarily a spell it's a magical effect but it's not it's, a spell yeah and it's necrotic damage so no it doesn't do any damage oh it doesn't oh sorry sorry i'm imagining something else yeah uh okay uh you do pass p1 you are not uh you suffer nothing from the earlier roar with uh 16. um ordon me let's uh, see those saves none asthma dies scary looking god that's a god i just to have it just for a second so we see the two uh, li uh lion pups basically the li lion hounds they look at you and you hear them whimper slightly as uh, what what does this look like the skeletal wings a black miasma around you shimmering you like a heat uh, wave? it's more of a reddish black miasma red uh, yeah reddish as black. his eyes start glowing gray his hair will basically stand on end and turn red uh, oh, as yeah. he looks like a angel of death. Yeah. Then uh, we have uh, me. I want to imagine the shot is like slightly behind him, just enough so we can see like his shoulder, his head, and his hand. And I want to imagine me if it isn't too far to see like a slight tremble with the hand as you see this. I don't think I'd be slight. He'd be like, "Why is that one so scary?" <laughs> Excellent. So we see, uh, yeah, like a nice shake and that uh, comment. Um, so let's uh, move on. Uh, yeah. So it'd be a P1's turn. Uh, you know what? Normally I don't like spending them this way, but also it's the early levels, so I guess it's kind of fine. Um, so P1 is going to uh, to do the same song and dance, like uh, takes a feather and writes something in the air, and as he's doing so two hands appear out of uh, out of the aether and attempt to grab the scruff of uh, of both as he twin spells a chilled touch. I knew it had to be sorcerer. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, go right ahead. I usually don't like burning. I don't usually like burning sorcerer points on cantrips. Uh, 15 mm -hmm. to hit on the, we'll say the left one first. <laughs> okay, left one. Gotcha. Right here. It yeah, hits. the one engaged with uh, Asmodai right now. <laughs> Let me double check. Hang on. Yep, hits. So they'll take only one necrotic. <laughs> this is why cantrips suck, kids. Uh, yep. And then for the other one, 
Uh, it's going to be a, a 18 to hit. 18? Alright. And then they will take uh, 4 necrotic damage. Alright. Sounds good. Okay. And uh, that will... Uh, was this, uh, did this affect uh, frighten people, or was that just imposing that uh, that strength uh, save? No, they're frightened. The me, the two hounds are frightened. You you just have disadvantage on strength saves. Yeah, that's all you have mm -hmm. is disadvantage on strength saves. Oh, so you guys, so you guys don't have disadvantage on attack rolls? <laughs> no, no, just right. strength saves. Well, I, I have uh, but... disadvantage on attack rolls, but. Just yeah. Everyone failed besides P1. Um, if that ends your turn, P1. Uh, P1 will, you know, P1 is going to make a, you know, just take a few steps forward, like, say, so, hey, handsome, need some assistance. <laughs> you look a little pale, a, a little paler than usual. Uh, ends his turn. His his now pupilless eyes roll. <laughs> they just make a motion. Hell yeah! All right. So uh, me, what are you gonna do? Yeah, I can't move forward. So I'm going to see the one that's attacking my other friend, and I'm going to create a, a bonfire underneath it. That's a okay. 14 dex save. Um, Do me a favor. Oh, okay, so you're talking about this one right here, right? Yeah. You have the create bonfire cantrip? Yep. Uh, can you read that out for me? I just want to specify one tiny itsy-bitsy detail. Create a bonfire on the ground that you can see within range. Yep. Until the spell ends, the magic bonfire fills a five-foot cube. Any creature in bonfire space, when you cast a spell, must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 fire. Uh, creature must also, when it moves in the space for the first time or ends its turn there. But it's five, uh, five-foot five, right? Or is it just in this space alone? Or is it... So I would angle it so it would be kind of... Although I have to ask, what... Uh, what stat is this create bonfire based on? Uh, the dragon mark feet. So it's based on my constitution. Uh, it passes. Uh, does that negate or half? It negates it, but the it, the fire is still there. Okay, so we'll put a red little square there. So remember, God, I'm just drawing all over my pretty map. So, you know, if it decides to stay there, then that becomes an issue. Yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, you uh, do a bonfire, and we see like fire just go around the beast as uh, we uh, move on to uh, Orden, if uh, you have nothing else. Is that it, John? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Okay. So we move on to Orden. That's the seventh uh, round. Uh, Orden, you do, like, uh, just along with everyone else, you do hear, like, uh, the footfall getting closer and closer from the left-hand side of the road and the right-hand side of the road. Well, since I'm... Uh over there can i make a perception mm -hmm. check to see if i see anyone coming from our side okay great Ed. i'm blind yeah you just see shadows so oridon is going to take his finger again and put it on the muzzle of the hellhound or the scary looking dog in front of him okay great Ed. <laughs> you think you're scary don't you <laughs> and he is going to make a ranged attack at disadvantage on him okay and you still have blessed, don't you? No, it doesn't matter. Um, the hits? He's the one that wasn't blessed. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So either way, uh, even with disadvantage, you uh, hit with the 17. So uh, go right ahead, do damage. All right, that's nine. Nine points of damage. Excellent. No. Oh, more? Okay. Um, that is 15. All right. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to disable my helmet. Okay. 
And as my helmet slowly starts to cascade down into my neck, mm -hmm. you will see Oridon is knocking on death's door. <laughs> as he spits the blood at the hellhound he just shot. Bully assume it's a hellhound, but go, moving on. Um, I do believe he looks, uh, what does the phrase look like? Uh, what does the phrase go? Looks like shit? <laughs> Wait, you're a prone. So you spent 15 minutes, uh, like uh, 15, yeah, so it doesn't matter, you'd even... Wait, can you make an attack from, um, a ranged attack from prone? I mean, yeah, it doesn't really do yeah, anything, but I, the thing yeah. is, it only costs 15 feet to get up from prone, and it's in your best interest. Well, I, I just like the view of it. Also, you don't want to stay prone, because, you know, then they get advantage on you. <laughs> I'll stay prone as I make the shot so it looks cooler, and then I'll get up and spit on them. Damn it. All right. <sighs> Biscuits and gravy. All right. Um. Let, okay. Yeah. Like I said before, you hear the footfall getting uh, closer, and you see shadows. Um. Now we uh, move on to uh, both lines' turns. Um. What are they going to do? He is scared of this man right here, so he is going to attack this guy at disadvantage if memory... Well... If his back's towards you, it's no longer line of sight, is it? Or is it just... No, it's still in line of sight. Okay. Just want to make sure. Like, they have to completely break it. Okay. Just want to make sure. So, he uh, goes for a disadvantage attack against uh, a P1. Um, holy shit. Um, I assume that hits. That's uh, 20... Uh, 25. Yeah, 25. You're right. I'm going to use my reaction... To take that hit and give it to the other dog thing. Now we have Cloud Room. <laughs> okay, there we go. Okay, so explain how that works so it actually hits. So it does the same exact roll that it would have been on P1 and puts that on the other dog thing. Even though it's like fucking 15 feet away? Holy shit. That is insane! Oh my god! Yeah, okay. So I'm imagining it's like a, a fiery portal kind of where the attack goes through and it opens up next to the other dog. Hell yeah. Oh my god, yes. Alright, so it hits. He's going to do 4d4 damage to the other uh, uh, lion hound. Uh, that's 12 damage, holy shit. And he has to make a saving throw. He fails. Uh, you you knocked my lion prone, along with like really injuring him. Excellent move. Don't hurt my friends. Oh, looks like one of my other players is also a rule breaker. Yeah, uh, it's still this guy's turn, isn't it? Hang on, sorry. And he's gonna try to kill Ordon. Fuck it. So he's gonna go in, disadvantage. Oh, fuck. I assume 12 doesn't hit you? Nope. Nope, okay. So he goes in for a bite, doesn't do anything. So I, I assume what happened is that, like, uh, well, he is prone. So he get, yeah. So I'm gonna say, like, he tries to bite you, and, uh, after that, like, uh, what made him miss was, uh, the bite that came out of nowhere from his, uh, his, uh, fellow, uh, lion hound and proned him. Um, and he's just gonna try to get back up, spend half his movement. All right. And then he takes, he has to make a dex save, 14. For, uh, he, for he's what? still in, he's still in my bonfire. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, dex save. He, he passes. Um. So uh, moving on, Asmodai, uh, what are you going to do? You do hear the footfall as well. I'm going to attack the thing in front of me. Okay. Take, take my Warhammer 
and uh, strike down into the middle of its back. There's another natural 20. Are you fucking serious? Oh my god! Well, as per the paladin bylaws, I must use Divine Smite. Oh! Uh, so there's... Uh, that is because Necrotic Shroud adds the extra 3 damage. So there's yeah. 12 points of bludgeoning, 3 points of necrotic. Oh, and also... You're level 4. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, it's 4, four points of necrotic damage. Thank you, Mega. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Okay, just tell me the grand total. Well, hold on. Now I'm smiting. Uh, and I did notice... Oh, wait, I don't do fire damage. I do radiant damage. Wrong paladin. Also, uh, for, for what it's worth, uh, Gray, do these... Just to be sure, these creatures don't aren't considered uh, fiends or undead, correct? No, they're not fiends, they're not undead. Just making sure. <laughs> I didn't think they were. Just, it's always good to ask. Oh yeah. You're not wrong. So 18 plus 16, that's 24 damage. Holy shit. That's 34. Uh, you're right, it is 34 damage. I can't do math. It doesn't matter. How do you kill this lion hound? Uh, I, once again, raise my Warhammer as the, the mia the black and red miasma just surrounds me and coalesces around my form, and it bursts out with an exuberant flash as I bring my Warhammer down onto the middle of this lion dog's head, and just break the crown in half of his head as the blood spurts out everywhere. Oh yeah, alright. Excellent. Well, that's never coming out. <laughs> as it This is why armor is better than cloth, everything washes. But don't you see, this partnership's already working out and it's only been, what, a few hours? <laughs> I love this pleasant conversation going on as, like, Oridon is, like, bleeding to death in his armor <laughs> next to a burning dog. <laughs> Alright, so does that end your turn, Espadai? You just go around there? Uh, keep in mind, this is a, a cart occupies this space. Uh, keep that in mind. Um, I mean, how can I not just hip-check it out of the way? If you want to, I'm just saying. At least move it, you know, I'm pretty burly, dude. I feel like I can run over and just sort of hip check it to the side so I can stand there. Hip check it. I'm doing a 50% uh, um, percentile while you're doing that. No. Damn it. Five off. What? You want to? You you want it to spill so it can blow me up? Yeah. Yeah. You can read me. But no, it's fine. It's 50/50 chance. It didn't make it. It was off by five this time. All right. So, you, uh, like, tilt it, and I'll say it envelops, like, uh, say, this is toppled over right here, so it's gonna envelop this space right here, just for future notice. Big man, don't use fire around these barrels. Even though there's a fire not even five feet away. <laughs> yeah, but he can drop that. Yeah, I know. I, I was hoping for it. That's why I wanted to ask where the hell he is doing that. Alright, um, with that, um, does that end your turn, Asbadai? Yeah, it does. Okay. P1, you hear the clatter of footsteps. Uh, so much running today. <laughs> and from all the wrong people. <laughs> uh, you know, but just as well, since they're still, uh, 
I still hesitate to use a noun for this creature. So, um, it. So, P so P1. So P1 is just going to take his hand again, pluck a feather, and uh, and a hand from the aether appears and tries to grab the uh, the leg of the animal. All right, great. <laughs> but that's a natural one, though. <laughs> okay. For that. Yep. So oh, that's not happening. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. Anything else? So now, where were those steps coming from? <laughs> And he'll just ponder that to himself as he uh, as he ends his turn, since that was an action. <laughs> All right, um, me, it's your turn. Uh, you hear the clatter of footsteps too. On if you look left down the road, you hear it. If you look to the right of uh, the road, you can hear it, but you don't see anybody. That's the problem. Um, am I still frightened? Uh, no, it ends at the end of my turn. Okay. So neither the creature nor you are frightened anymore. Please, mister, I'm emanating flames. Do not step next to the big the barrel that's going to blow us up. No, don't worry. I wasn't planning that. And which direction are the footsteps that I hear coming from? All the way to the right and all the way to the left. But you don't see anybody. That's the weird part. Not even. Do I see, like, shadows or Do anything? perception check. I think I see everything. You see shadows from the building. You see shadows from objects. Can't say for certain you see shadows on the wall, but you swear, like... They kind of move. Generally, because of that rule, generally confused about everything going on and not yep. really knowing what. I'm going to turn off my uh, smolder because I'm kind of confused, so I'm no longer like fiery focused, mm -hmm. and just run and like one in my fire. Mm -hmm. It's a twelve. Yeah. Okay, then it does hit. Go right ahead. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, so Nine. Nine damage? Fuck. Better not kill it. Hang on. Oh, biscuits. Alright, how do you uh, kill it? Um, so it's in the fire already. So I'm going to take the back end of my axe and just press its face deeper in the fire and watch it burn. Okay, you uh, do that. And that's good timing because the combat is still not over as as uh, the round went... Uh, about we heard uh, footsteps, and if you were sharp enough, you'd see the shadows on the wall with uh, no like uh, object to cast a shadow. And we smell cinnamon in the air as we see uh, people appear seemingly out of nowhere to join the combat. See, okay, uh, they come from the unseen public and they are ready to fight. I'm gonna roll their initiative. We have here is uh, Ordon. You see that. Uh, Let's see, uh, five people appear from the unseen public as the smell of uh, cinnamon uh, really is really pungent in the air. What do you do? What does the guy closest to me look like? He is in armor, and he looks angry. Any specific race? Um, For that, uh, he is human, and it looks like he has a greyhound sigil on his back. So we see a dog, dog sigil. So as Oridon turns over to the greyhound next to him, Mm -hmm. It's going to happen simultaneously, but he's going to use his bonus action to put his helmet back on. Okay. And as it's scaling up his neck to encompass his face, you slowly start to see his feet disappear. Oh, okay. As he casts invisibility on himself. Okay. And, uh, yeah, 
just in time. So, uh, are you invisible right now, or as uh, one action, like, uh... Yeah, so at the moment of casting, you immediately become invisible? Yeah, I want to flavor it as, as the helmet yeah. completely closes. He, it finally catched up, and now he's invisible. That's fine. That works. Um, does that end your turn? Nope. Now he is... Uh, Oridon is going to take some movement to try to get a better position on these people. Mm -hmm. You might want to just run. <laughs> well, I, I can't necessarily do that. I mean, you can. They can't take attack of opportunity on you. Nope. No, I, I still can't do that. Because he's a real man's man, and he has hair on his chest. He ain't no bitch. Uh, so you went inside? Yeah. Uh, keep in mind, door's right here. Sorry if I didn't specify that. Does that change your uh, direction at all? Yes. Yep. Yeah, sorry. So, door's right here, door's right here. Will this um, stairway lead me to the roof? So it's 15 up and 15 up again. And now we'll end my turn. This guy's turn. All right. So he is going for... He's going to uh, strike you as well as attempt to mark you. So, 20. Uh, that is a... God, I guarantee that doesn't hit. Just for the hell of it, 12. Does that hit you? Uh, me? Uh, 12? No. Yeah. So he clashes with the ground. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, then we move on to him. He's going to do the same thing to you, P1. He's going to try to hit you, as well as attempt to mark you. Oh, God. Nine. Yeah, just like, uh, even though he just, like, tried to surprise him, uh, P1 just, like, uh, nimbly ducks and then sits back up. Mm. Oh, I'm sorry. Did we invite you? <laughs> Good liner. All right. And we move on to Asmodai's turn. Asmodai, you see uh, five foes, uh, clearly. Okie dokie. Yep, just so, clarify for everyone, this guy is on top of the roof. Okay. Yep. Uh, I am going to move out mm -hmm. uh, of the way. And now I'm going to use my action to become fire elemental. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Go right ahead. Uh, and now that I'm a fire elemental... Uh, let's see. Temp HP still is there. Because I haven't been hit yet. Um, so, now that I'm a fire elemental using my increased speed and my nifty yep. little ability, I'm going to go here through both oh, of their yeah. spaces hell and yeah. then pop out there, invoking no attacks of opportunity. As That's fine. They, as I pass through their spaces, lighting them both on fire. Uh, any saving throws, or is it just straight damage? Nope, it's just straight damage. How much is exactly the damage? Exactly what I did to uh, Leo. Um, oh, probably for, probably because this is important now. Um, is he essentially being treated as a medium-sized fire elemental, or like a traditional large-sized fire elemental? I assumed it was large since it's wild shape. So you you might just go ahead and just extend his token to be large, just so. I would have also moved further away to proc yeah. it. Yeah, just show me how you move. I would have procced it. I would have procced it there. Okay, so I was far enough away not to light the barrel on fire. And now being large, I'm just literally move there and then back out. Okay. <laughs> All right. And your fires nearly lick uh, the uh, fires licking the awning. So, the first. Uh, that creature takes 1d10 fire damage and catches fire until someone takes an action to douse the fire the creature takes 1d10 fire damage at the start of each of their turns okay sounds good to me no save 
So one takes four d10 or four damage. The other takes two. Oh, nice. Actually, well, I should do just so there isn't so much rolling. Just roll one damage for both of them. Press a play and press a play. All right. Um, uh, with that out of the way, do you do anything else? Uh, no, that's my action. Bonus action is still not anything. Yep. Oh, and the necrotic shroom. Yep, I'm good. Piwan, you see a fire elemental. <laughs> and just when I thought he couldn't get hotter. <laughs> And you hear a a voice you can't understand, though I know one of you can, and he just says, says, shut up. But it sounds... Yeah, hell yeah. That's fucking awesome. Alright, so, uh, P1, what are you doing? Uh, could do a thing... You know, this might actually be to to other people's benefit if it works, so uh, I guess I'll air quote, waste the uh, sorcery points. Uh, P1 is going to look toward, uh, at least on his end, uh, both of his in- uninvited guests, and you know, plucks another feather, the hand and feather glow with green energy as he just thinks on it, writes something into the air, and clears it um, as both of them start to, uh, like, essentially, like, a from the aether, uh, to, I want to say, like, maybe ethereal tentacles start to try to wrap around both of their heads, and they both need to make intelligent saving throws, as I am uh, twin-spelling uh, Tasha's mind whip. Okay. Uh, which ones were you focusing on? These ones right here? Uh, the two that are closest okay. to him, yes. Okay, two closest to him. Oh, wait, you mean him. Yep, this guy and this guy. All right. Uh, what was the save again? Wisdom? Intelligence saving throws. Intelligence, gotcha. So I'll do... Uh... The, uh, the one in armor first, followed by the grunt. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, the grunt has uh, 14 for a save, and I assume the other one fails, but let me double check. Mm. I'm surprised these yeah. these guys have Six. a bonus to intelligence. Uh, this guy doesn't. This guy does. Uh, the the one to the, the south has the bonus? Yeah, he has the bonus. Okay, then this works out uh, fine for me, then. Okay. Uh, uh, so, so the DC was a 14. Okay. Um, so if they so on a success they take half damage, on a fail they take full damage. Okay. I'm gonna so what is that? roll that in a hot second. Uh, By the way, Mega, or so you're when you cast your spells, you're using your feathers as kind of your focus, more or less. Well, technically, I'm this spell curious. doesn't even have an arcane focus, but you, these questions you can ask later in yeah. character. <laughs> Um, Make for interesting roleplay. Yeah, why he's not going bald yet? Oh, you you could definitely ask outside a character, but how much I'll tell you is debatable. Anyway, so the the one who that's that's sad damage, but um, so the one who succeeded takes half, so four psychic. The one who failed uh, takes eight psychic damage, and they cannot take. And the one who failed cannot take reactions, and on their next turn, they can either move, attack, or take a bonus action, but oh, not yeah, on the same dick. turn. Dick. And oh then... I imagine that's what the guy's saying right after this happens. He's like, you dick. And then P1 is just going to, like, walk over here. <laughs> just put that right there. God damn it. Yeah, take away the only good thing about this fucker. God damn it. All right. Um, Sounds good. Uh, does that end your turn? Uh, that does end my turn, yes. 
Okay. Then we got the two uh, maniacs. Uh, this one. Let's see. How far away are you? 20 feet. And it is... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's well within. Okay. Uh, P1. Me. Um, Asmodai. Okay. So both these guys are going to spend their uh, turn grabbing another one of those like flasks with uh, the white mist inside and they're going to throw it. Uh, I need all three of you to make uh, dexterity saving throws. Tell me if you get 12 or above. And 19. 19. Pass. Natural Holy 20. shit! How many nat 20s is that? Six? Uh, that's my third one. Yeah. Uh, uh, P1. You said dexterity save, correct? Yep, dexterity save. 12 or higher. That's only an 11. Okay. You are the only one who uh, fails. Um... It's going to be a 3d6, uh, 3d6, uh, frost damage. Cold damage, by the way. Cold damage, thank you. I'm, I'm thinking Skyrim. Um, 3d6. Okay, I'm going to roll it twice. Uh, the first one's going to be for me and, uh, P1. The second one's going to be for, uh, Asmodai. Oh, I should have said both. Fine. Ah, 14, too bad. 18 and, and 14. And P1, as his reaction, uh, is quickly going to, like, uh, pull a feather from... Uh, pull a feather from his uh, body as the feather creates a small barrier that cuts the damage in half as he casts oh, absorb elements. Alright, everyone take half damage. Uh, me and uh, P1, half 18. Asmodai, half of 14. Um, and it is cold damage. Not sure how that affects a fire elemental. It doesn't. Alright, didn't figure. I, I mean, it's I still take damage, but it doesn't do anything yeah. special. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. But, uh, no. Oh, no man. one from, uh, yeah, no one from the previous campaign has seen it, yeah, or not previous, uh, the previous party, so no, I can't tell you anything about it. Okay, um. That's right, my temp HP is still up, so I take no damage to my actual forms. Oh, I hate you so much. <laughs> well, you gave me the temp HP. And Bless is still up for everyone's reference. Okay, um, so it is now, uh, Mia's turn after, uh, all that went down. So, Mia's just delighted to see what asthma has turned into. <laughs> yep. He's like, or no, see, I told you he'd be a good friend. <laughs> and he's going to attack the barbarian. All right. That'd be this one right here. Yes. Okay. Go right ahead. It's a 14. Uh, 14. Um, da, 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 da. You have advantage. Yep. Yep. Roll again, but it hits. And also you... a blast. And I'm and... pretty sure they didn't rage either. So I don't think they could even take half. <laughs> Yeah, this person didn't rage yet. It's not gonna matter here in a second. Yeah, I don't think it will. That's 13, and then I'm also gonna shove him back into Asmodite's fire form. Now that's a good use of shove. To burn him again. Yep. Well, he's already on fire. But he still takes the initial 1d10 from entering your space. Not... I mean, eh... It, it's it's odd how that ability works. It it only works the first time it enters a creature's space on a turn. Technically, it's still the same turn. No, it's not. No, it's not the same turn. It's a different turn because they're not in your space right now, are they? Oh yeah, you're right. It is a different turn. It's the same round though. Yeah. So they would proc it again, and then it'll proc when it get did. I for, they haven't taken their turns yet, have they? They have not. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, it would proc again if you successfully Then take an additional 10 damage if they don't pass the check. 
Okay, okay, hang hang on. A lot of things are going on. So, uh, what do uh, what was the saving throw? A strength saving throw for uh, Genshin? Yeah, it's a. Uh... Okay, assuming the barbarian. Okay, so they they beat the they beat, they get the save. Okay. I mean, which one are you shoving specifically? Well, I have to shove the one that I attacked. I think right here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what was the damage? I don't believe. Uh, I think I got it, didn't I? It was 13. So, right? yeah, it was, it's 13 damage. Yep. All right. You're good. Okay. It uh, Does that end your turn? Yeah. Okay. It is now the Barbarian's turn. And was it 1d10 damage again? Yep. Oh, uh, also, just real quick, I I turned off my bonfire. Okay. That's cool. You can turn it off. Oh, and I forgot to mention. Okay. One damage. Uh, I forgot to mention this uh, area right here with uh, the barrel is now encased in ice. So, you don't have to worry about it anymore unless you thought the ice oh don't i roll the d10 for the damage if you want to go right ahead all right nine damage fire God damage. damn it it's hoping it won't be any difference all right uh do that nine five, six math in my head hurt okay all right next off uh, okay yeah this barbarian's turn i think she's gonna attack me she's gonna be uh uh relentless or reckless now she does that. She's gonna roll on the wild search table. What is she gonna get? Okay, I'm I'm gonna read it out loud. Then I'm gonna try to flavor it. A bolt of light shoots from your chest. Another creature of your choice that you see within 30 feet must uh, succeed on a Constitution saving throw or take 1d6 damage and be blinded until the start of your next turn. Until your rage ends, you can use this effect on, again on each of your turns. Holy shit! As a bonus action. Wait, does it have to be raging? But. Uh, I, I'm using relentless at, or reckless as uh, uh, rage, essentially. Attack against uh, me first. See if it even hits. Um, does a uh, 17 hit? Nope. Son of a bitch. Did, wait, so do I do the constitution save or something? Oh, uh, fuck it. Yeah, sure. Look at the constitution save. 22. You, uh, yeah, you pass. Son of a bitch. All right, so you see, like, a light just shoot from her chest. She screams, tries to hit you. It misses. The light also misses your eyes. Um, and we move on to uh, Ordon's turn. Ordon, what are you doing? I, I just, flavor was, I imagine the light hits my white armor and just makes me look even more impressive. <laughs> yes. I keep in mind there is a barrel in here. Oh, never mind. That got exploded, so it doesn't matter. There is an opening, though, right here. Okay, how far can I get um, with 60 feet of movement to the roof? You, yep, 30. Then uh, go back, that's 15. Uh, with uh, You end up on the roof with 15 of movement right here. So you have 15 additional when you get here. Yep, so you're now on the roof. We see the gnome like go up the stairs, uh, like two, uh, was that two flights of stairs or is that considered one flight if you're going up and up again? Yeah, whatever. He goes up the stairs, gets to the top, and we see like uh, one of the grunts in Elf, basically uh, uh, preparing up a new uh, frost grenade. All right. Um, do you do anything, Ordon, or is that it? Do I see any pebbles? Sure. Let's say okay. there's pebbles on the roof after an explosion. Okay. Good to know. That will end my turn. Okay. Um, it is now this guy's turn. Please roll the one d10 for damage, Asmodai. Oh, sorry. I zone out. Yeah, I got you. Seven. Seven? Oh god, you how how does he die? I assume like turns Chris black. Oh yeah, he just starts yeah, he just he's extra crispy. Yeah, he's extra crispy and can be sold at KFC. Hell yeah. 
All right. Um, I guess it's this guy's turn, and he can't. So he can only do one uh, one action. It's either he can either move, take an action, or a bonus action, but uh, and that's it. He can only take <sighs> one of those three. Okay. Um. Well, hang on. Before I even move, let me double check what he has available to him. Oh, if he moves, then that's it. Yeah, I know. That's why I want to <laughs> double check. Let's see. Okay. Nope. Hmm. No, I can't do that because it requires two actions. Fuck. All right. No, he can't do anything. So uh, I guess he'll just move up to uh, me. Um, Asmodee is now your turn. What's the big scary fire guy gonna do? Okay. First, I'm gonna move into this thing's space again to proc yep. the damage. Yep. Roll it. That's nine points of fire damage. Oof. Duh. And now I'm going to attack it. Go right ahead. Oh gosh, that's really bad. That's an eleven. Oh wait, I have blessed. It hits still. Uh, yeah, that's 15, yeah. so yeah. Yeah, it hits. And then what was Fire Elemental's damage? I think it's 2d6. Uh, so it takes nine more points of fire damage. It is nearly dead. Uh, most of the flesh is burnt. Uh, her hair is uh, all burnt away and matted. Uh, she is hardly standing as she's shaking. And I will say, even though she can't understand me, so uh, which, to uh, me, can understand that as surrender now, and I won't continue to harm you. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, does that end your turn? Yeah. Awesome possum. Uh, what's up, P1? So, well, trying to think what might be the best call here. I'm gonna say. Yeah, why not? Like, uh, P1 will just uh, walk over here, and he's just gonna in he's just going to introduce uh, the barbarian to to the unfortunate hand. Okay. Uh, tell me if you get two points of damage. So then that'll be a twenty to hit. Come on. And <laughs> two necrotic. You exactly kill it. Explain how you end her. You see an elf. Edge burnt yeah well so once again this the the hand appears out of nowhere and actually like goes into her chest squeezes a little bit and then removes itself and as the part of this woman tries to correct itself it just can't and she falls over oh hell yeah so the arteries basically just move on their own self-severing that is badass so yeah blood trickles down her uh, mouth and she tries to breathe as she just falls straight down, face first, to the ground. All right. And we're nearing the end of combat. Uh, next, we have the guys, uh, the grunts, the maniacs, as they light up another uh, uh, grenade to throw. Asmodai, P1, me, make me a deck saving throw again. 19 for me. Not 20. Or actually a 21 total. Half damage, half damage, P1. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear my name. Uh, yep, you're included in damage as well. The uh, 14. Everyone passes. All right, the first one's for Asmodee, the second one's for me and P1. All right, 13 damage, halved to uh, uh, Asmodee rounding down. Six. Ha uh, yep, eight damage to uh, P1, or, yeah, P1 and me, uh, halved to four. All right. Okay, guys, no more bless now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that ends that turn. Uh, me, what are you doing? I'm um, gonna smash this dude. Okay. 
Smash the dude. 23 hit. Yep, it does. Explain how you kill him. After slashing the one barbarian, I'm just going to take this one. His max will be low. And just come up right between his legs through the middle and split him in two. Yep. So you grab the battle axe. It goes from the legs up. And I assume it stops at the throat. And he starts to sputter. We see the crinkled uh, armor. And he just falls backward, dead as a nail. And we see, like, uh, the maniacs both look shocked. And you hear one of them just mumbling to himself, This isn't how Benjamin said it would go. It's not how it's supposed to go! And he begins to tremble slightly. Um, does that end your turn, me? Yeah. Okay. Ordon, it is now your turn. I believe that's nine turns so far. Sheesh. Yeah, I know. Long combat. Hey, Mega. With wild shape, do you take uh do you use a creature's con save for concentration? I know you use physical stats, but does that count for concentration checks? It also it does count for concentration, because like no matter no matter what, uh, you are always using the um, like regardless of whether it's a wild shape or you're like in some other form, you're always using the the physical stats, the strength, dexterity, and constitution yeah. of the creature you transform. All into. right, shield of faith is gone. Only one round shy though, so I'll take that. All right. Although because you were hit first, Asbadai, go ahead and roll a d4 because <laughs> you oh, might yeah. be able to pass. Oh, okay. One off. You stopped just short, just like I yeah. did. <laughs> so, as Oridon is sneaking up on to this maniac. The maniac hears soft, maniacal laughing, getting louder and louder until he's right next to him. Mm -hmm. And then I will use a bonus action to disable my helmet again. Okay. Boo. And you hear him scream, and yeah, I'm tempted. I really am. I cast Thunder Wave. Yeah, Thunder Wave. Sounds good. Uh, does that uh, uh, do any throwback? He needs to do a uh, constitution saving throw. Yeah. Uh, that is 20. Half right. damage. Half and damage. Pushed. So four. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. What else are you doing? That will end my turn. Okay. Um, It is now... Well, he's dead. Asmodai, what are you doing? Well, as it's close to round 10... Uh... Might as well go kill something. Uh, yeah, so... Nice thing about fire elementals is how they can squeeze and move. Uh, and so I'm going to kind of just flow around here and move... Mm. Okay. Yep, that's more than enough. Uh, move there and then there. Yep. Uh, lighting him on fire. Yep. Which, by the way, if he has any flammable objects on him, they all exp they all light on fire. Uh, I have a question. Are you hot enough to burn glass or, like, uh, melt it? How hot are you, exactly? I mean, it is a raging inferno. That is up to the DM, but... You know if... what? <laughs> I'll give you a 60% chance. 16% chance on a percentile. 1 to 60. Or 1 to 61. And if it uh, passes, he explodes. <laughs> but as he explodes like uh I, I assume that's end your or yeah it'd happen instantaneously as you're fucking doing that um and is it if it's fire damage uh i'm immune 
the thing is, he doesn't have any flammable on him, per se. The main reason I ask about the glass is because he still has one more frost grenade. I mean, are those things flammable? They don't seem flammable. They seem more so that they just shatter and the ice just spills out. That's what you understand at the moment, but you haven't taken a look at it. But from what you can understand right now, as it escapes, this happens. So uh, make a deck save. He's going to do the same fucking thing as he looks like he's going to die. I mean, can he even make a deck save? Can he even escape this? It's literally on his person. I'll do disadvantage. Nah. Uh, he can just take straight damage. That's reasonable. Ooh, All right. I do fail. Okay. But it's not my actual form, so I don't care. Yep. Uh, take 10 damage. Uh, that is just enough to kill him, so you encase him in ice. Oh, actually, how I want to imagine it, if you guys ever watched the Pokemon anime, like, there's a scene where, like, they entrapped a uh, fire with ice somehow, so I kind of want to imagine that, like, his inside is actually burning with an inferno and is slowly burning him alive as, like, the ice encases him on the outside. And then a bunch of steam happens as I'm still near him and probably yep. melting the ice. Yeah. He's at a weird temperature. <laughs> uh, but he's dead. Okay. Alright, since that was literally just my movement. Yep. Uh, Alright, do-do-do-do-do. Do-do-do. Uh, so, move down here. And then I believe wild shapes are bonus action to get out of it. Sounds about right. Uh, yeah, they're they are always a bonus action to end a wild shape. That's what I thought. All right, so using my bonus action, I'm not a fire elemental anymore because mm -hmm. I don't want to hurt this thing. Uh, and I'm gonna use my action to pull out some rope and start tying this man up. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. As he is still asleep, and you can yeah. also shrink my token back down. All right, sounds good. It is now P1's turn. P1, what are you going to do? I guess, how aware am I of the guys on the roof? You are. I, I know they were making yeah. attacks, but, like, uh, I'm not sure how, like, how much of a, you know, attention they were drawing to themselves. Well, you did hear a big boom right next to them. Okay, just making sure. It's just like, hey, that's where there's that one, there's that one, there's... Looks up. Oh, that's right. I forgot about you. <laughs> uh... And he's going to, he's going to touch him in the bad way. Oh, where did he touch you? <laughs> All right. Or at least try to it? touch him in the bad way. Ignore that too, but it's a 10 to hit. I forgot to turn mm. that off. 10 to hit. All right. Um, you just said 10? Yeah, it's just a 10 to hit. Yep. You hit him. All How right. Yeah. So once again, the hand, the hand comes out, uh, grabs him by the wrist and deals three necrotic damage. <laughs> Okay. He's uh, still standing, but I imagine you fucked with his uh, ankle. Alright. And that'll be it for his turn. <laughs> okay. Uh, hmm. What do you do? Enemy right in front. He's gonna punch you. He has brass knuckles on. Gonna punch Warden, and I assume a 10 doesn't hit? No. No. So, he has brass knuckles on. He goes in for, like, a right hook, and you dodge out of the way. Uh, just say it. it hits me, but my armor's too strong. Oh, that's fine. And that fucks up his knuckles. Me, what do you do? How tall is the roof? Uh, 30 feet up. Let me do it quick. Awesome. Just... Alright. I'm gonna hold my arm up with my axe length added to that. I should just be able to reach the dude from the ground. Are you fucking serious? What? Holy shit. 
There's a large creature. I'm 16 feet tall. Okay. Plus the length of my arm at that size is probably close to four feet. And then if I hold the axe at its tallest point, I probably could just barely reach it. I'll allow it for roll cool. Go right ahead. So I want to imagine this, like, uh, imagine this picture as it's going on. We, uh, like, have the camera right behind Orden. We see this uh, elf. <laughs> then I miss. <laughs> yeah, we see this, uh, uh, like, small elf, like, trying to sock him with a brass knuckle. And all we see, like, from the blurry, like, backdrop is, like, the axe as it comes and swings and, like, hits him by the side, like, right next to him. And he freaks the hell out. All right. Um, does that end your turn? No, I'm going to begin to smolder again. Okay. Great. And then then that will end my turn. Okay. Uh, Ordon, what are you doing? How is he looking? Is he looking a little worse for wear? Yeah, he is. I am going to... Would it be an action or to search his pockets? Yeah. He's alive, though. Yeah, but pickpocket. I, I don't think I'm going to allow that during combat when he's aware of you. Uh, is he still invisible? No, not anymore. Oh, yeah. yeah then no. No, not an active combat like that. Worse than Skyrim, though. Yeah, I know. For some reason. <laughs> well, I'll just take the less cool route. And just kill him like a normal individual and loot his corpse? Well, what I wanted to do was take that, um, his last grenade and just blow it up on him and me. You could. That's you not a aim good for the idea. Object. Go right ahead. It's a brilliant idea. I will extend my finger and yeah. put it to his um, forehead. Okay. Yeah, that hits. Well, that it's kills. disadvantage because it's a um, okay. ranged attack. Well, see what it looks like at disadvantage. Nine. It's a nine. Oh, that's a nine? Oh, dude. Uh, well, that sucks to suck. Nope, you can't. Anything else? Nope. I'm, j- I'm j- Actually, I'm going to sit down. Sit down? Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna go to the side of him, actually. Okay. And then that will end my turn. Wait, go back. Uh, me, do the attack one more time. Nine. <laughs> no, God, even with flanking, when I give it to you, no. Um. Oh wait, right. I wouldn't. Well, that that would have gotten. Uh, with the, oh yeah, oh, yeah. He would have hit with flanking. Yeah. Wait, no, no, because we're not doing attack. a melee attack. It's a range attack. Yeah, flanking has to be melee. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So moving on. Uh. Asmodai, you just gonna uh, keep doing your thing and let them handle it? I mean, if they're worth being anywhere near me, they should be able to deal with one of these guys on their yeah. own. Yeah, so uh, I have my prisoner who's coming up next round out of sleep. Uh, he's tied up. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, start looting his body since he can't resist. Okay, that's fine. Um, I'll tell the grand loot at the very end. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, go on to P1. P1, what are you doing? P1, looking at this unfortunate display, just tries to see if he can end this part. <laughs> uh, so then the so the hand comes out once again, and a 14 to hit. Yep. Tell me the damage. Uh, for six necrotic damage. He's still standing. <laughs> Barely. Yeah, so but I, now he has a really, but now he has a really messed up neck. Yeah, as it, as <laughs> you it do just back the <laughs> <laughs> He tried to go for the chokehold, but it wasn't enough to kill him. Yeah, now he's just paralyzed below the neck. Good. <laughs> All right. Uh, does that end your turn? 
Uh, yeah, that'll be all. What he does on his turn is he pops in some numgum. So when it gets to his turn, if he lives, he'll uh, be in the unseen public. Um, me is your turn. Right, so I'm gonna reposition here. Okay, and that's then fine. Strike again. Uh, just do me a favor. If you're gonna reposition right there, uh, you're gonna have to uh, basically go up 15 feet, or at least you know climb onto this. Okay. So, yeah. Um. Since I'm smoldering, I'm imagine that. Yeah. This awning is caught on fire. Yeah, it's catching on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, or in that. Yeah, you pass that. Um, and uh. Uh, do me one favor, though. Make me a uh, athletics check. Just tell me if you get 10 or higher. That's it. 23. Yeah, you you got it. So you get up, and I assume th- those were your attacks, 15 and 10? Yeah, those were attack rolls, yeah. What's your minimum damage? Uh, uh, so it'll be five, seven, uh, six. All right, you kill him. How do you kill him? I imagine I'm kind of bubbly stepping up on this thing, and I just... Not yeah. even kind of by accident. I just use my axe to help me get up, and it yeah. just crunches him. <laughs> and we'll say as it uh, crunches him, as your battle axe raises up, he is completely dead. Uh, eyes rolled back uh, into his head, limp on the floor, and we sl- uh, slowly see him dissipate away. It looks like numb gum even works when you're dead. Um. All right. Now we're going to be finishing this up. As uh, the battle ends, I will tell you guys a uh, loot in a little bit, but I want to finish on this note. Asmodai, as you're uh, messing around with the prisoner, you hear the creak of a door. As you look behind you, you see an old man with just a crossbow trained right at you. He says to you simply, You took away the love of my life. Why? Why, damn it? Why did you kill her? And... He just the groan of uh, uh, the string as it's pulled back with a bolt in it, trained right at you. If you think about it, even for the merest moment, you remember that night during the riot, that same night that Leo destroyed the estate. You threw a javelin. It hit a woman, an old orc woman, this man's wife. And he just asks you why. She was in the wrong place at the wrong time. And the old man, if you continue to point that crossbow at me and pull the trigger, you're going to be at the wrong place at the wrong time, too. This has been House Common Blood. The intro and outro music by Savik, Oh My Dog. Any music and sound effects used in the episode are royalty-free. Credits can be found in the episode description. Please review us on whatever podcast listening app you happen to be using. And if you like us, tell other people. Word by mouth is the best way for us to grow. Thank you for joining us, and welcome to hell.